we're live. Hello and welcome to the 370th episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes and we have mm. Tom Caswell. Hello, hello. And soon to hopefully be joining us will be Alex Tuna Marinello. He'd better be joining us soon because you have to go yeah, rather rel- relatively soon. So yeah, about an hour. <laughs> about an hour. So he has he has 50-ish minutes to show up. Hopefully it's earlier than that. Well, then why don't we just get into it, Tom? Oh boy, what Pokemon do we have this week? Great question. The 370th Pokemon, it's the last lame Pokemon. Everything else belongs to a great evolutionary line, or it's a great Pokemon. Today's Pokemon does not evolve. It is not known to evolve into any other form of Pokemon. It is not known to be a very good Pokemon. It is Love Disc. Yep. Like last week, single stage, no evolution Pokemon, straight water type. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it, I'll give it mm. the fact that it's fun, mm-hmm. a little, a little fun. It, you know, it is, it is the the shape, and this is based off a real fish. Mm-hmm. This is based off of a fish find in nature. In fact, if we go down to the trivs, uh, love disc is based on the discus fish and some other species of fish that appear to kiss each other, such as the kissing gourami. Yeah, so this, yeah, you you've seen this, so it's fun. It's more fun than Relicanth or whatever it was last last week. Um, although this is just a straight water type, and it's got nothing fun about it other than its design. Right. It really is just plain chain. I mean, arguably, this is considered to be, if not the, because I I don't know where it stands with the latest gen or so, but um. At the time, and honestly, up until like Gen Seven or so, uh, the weakest Pokemon in the game. So it is sort of the most. It's considered to be essentially the most useless. Sure, because it's kind of like Magikarp without the ability to become Gyarados. <laughs> yep. Yep. Stat wise, it's like a total piece of shit. Yeah. Not a good Pokemon. Um, but then, then right after, it's just like we have. So we have fifteen weeks left in this region before this generation ends that's it 15 more weeks and we're out every pokemon after this is either part of a strong evolutionary line with there's just uh two of and everything else is like a legendary or a pseudo legendary or a mythical pokemon a lot I'm of good skimming i'm skimming through um yeah i'm, I'm interested to talk about next week's because well we'll, we'll see we'll see with with, with a bag on Little little tease, little spoiler oh. for next week. Um, but yeah, it is it is like those that, and then we've got another line, and then yeah, it's like legendary. After that. I feel like Gen three is when they started going nuts a little bit with the legendaries and like introducing like introducing like legendaries like down the line, like all the Reggies, were they a part of Gen 3 from the jump? I I remember them kind of being like a later edition, like maybe an Emerald. Oh, no, Emerald I, I were introducing they were. these. Okay. Um we've got one, two, three. Like you have the three three legendary trios. You have both of the endgame legendaries. Mm-hmm. And then you have Latios and Latios, which don't even, I think, have a comparable 
you know, it, it's a, it's even more than you get in Gen 2. And so this is when they started going a little nuts with the legendaries every gen. I mean, I think this is when they started to solve the legendaries because the problem with the legendaries is they're so their stats are so good that it was like oh well everyone's gonna put like a mewtwo on their team or like you know one of the birds or one of the dogs and so now it's like okay let's introduce a lot more legendaries to the pool of high stat pokemon is much greater to choose from it's like now there's like 50 pokemon that you know are considered to be like legendary or pseudo legendary possibly even higher than that um but that means that you can have so many people who have teams of Pokemon that are all these like incredibly rare superpower Pokemon. None of them, you know, will have a repeat, right? So I mean, in a way, it's it's good that they've done it because, although it makes them a little less special, from a gameplay mechanic, it's smart, right? Because otherwise, it's like, what do we want? Everybody rolling around with teams of birds and starters or dogs and starters, and that's it. You know, you got a Mewtwo in there, you got a Celebi in there. Gotta, we gotta throw something else, right? Can't just be Lugias and Hoes and <laughs> all them bitches. Hawking Lugies. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Love right? disc. Just don't love it. Piss in the wind. More like leave it disc. Leave love it, it leave disc. It disc. Love it. I'm gonna go leave, leave it. Leave it disc. Like leave that it disc. a lot. Ah, uh, Tom. 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 Yes. Tom. What's going mm. on? Uh, not much. Um, the Mario movie came out. We'll talk about that. Hopefully Tuna can get on for us to talk about Mario movie because he hasn't seen it. The plan was that, um, we were going to go see it Easter Monday and then Brooke didn't have off work. And then it turned out I didn't have off work either, which was surprising. Right. Um, and so we ended up going to see it. Tuna's just going to do stuff with the fam. And Tuna just said that he uh, was going to wait until it was on home, you know, demand or whatever. Um, but so ended up seeing that. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Wow, um, that's such a specific thing to like, because you can't see it. Because he can't see it within opening week. He's going to wait over a month <laughs> instead of just going at another time. Yeah, he. Yeah, I. I think he. I think he's just coming with an an excuse to to not. Um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have been working for the mo- for like in my free time. On mm. uh, we are uh, very soon going to start up a little avatar tabletop oh, yes. adventure. Yes. Um, you're announcing that now. Uh, yeah, a so- soft announcement. All right, as the we'll floor say. Is yours. Uh, it'll be so. The plan is so. Av- there's an avatar. Dungeons and Dragons esque, right? Tabletop the last airbender. experience. Yes, it is a last airbender Legend of Korra thing, not the blue monkeys. Because there's definitely the... Avatar tabletop. Sure. Yes. Mon- Aren't they cats? I think people generally refer to them as monkeys. Oh, I've they... always heard them as the blue cat people. They've got they've got they've got a little bit of both in there. They've right? got the like cat it's... ears. Yeah. They... It's definitely a little bit of a, a mix of both. Oh, interesting. I mean, I think, you know, swinging through the jungle and all that jazz. Mm. And... In the first one, especially, um, yeah. So it's it's not based on that. It's based on Avatar: The Last Airbender, which we are all huge fans of here on the the pod. I would say, actually, I don't know where Dan stands on it, but I would say we universally all adore that show. Um, and it's something that, like, 
I finally, after like two years of ordering it on the Kickstarter, like all the stuff came in in February. And I was like, it'll probably take me all of February to to go through in order to build something for March. And then before you know it, it's April. (laughs) Before you know it, it's April. And what happened was, is like, I was like, I really need to like finish this out. And so on like Saturday, Sunday, any free time I had, I was just like absorbing that. The the uh, the intention is uh so the, the people that are going to be playing are Chris and, and Tuna and then Brooke as well is going to be participating, um and they are currently in the stage of building out their characters. Once we do that, we will have kind of a offline session, that is going to be me explaining the rules to them and us doing a little bit of a, a prologue one shot to the campaign that I have planned, and just kind of seeing if it's even something that we enjoy to the point where we can commit, you know, every week or every other week, uh, Mm -hmm. sitting down and playing and the intention being hopefully if things work out to replace one of my regular streaming nights with that so that it doesn't take up another slot and, you know, Sunday nights feel like they might be best for everyone or whatever. We, we shall see what will happen there, but that is the intention. So keep stay tuned for that. And I totally plan to like play way more games. I totally plan to play more Resident Evil 4 and play more Chia and all these things. And I just spent time. <laughs> so you, you barely play, you didn't play fuck all since last I, I I really haven't. The only thing I've played is is something for work. Okay. Um so I haven't and then a little bit of Destiny here and there, but even that has fallen off a little bit um as well. So and then we played VR. Yes, multiplayer we did. We, we did more pavlov which yes. was a ton of fun yes um we played more of the uh c smash which we discovered in yep. this is the one we played la- we talked about last week but it is a, a vr game that is a mix of breakout and like tennis and uh, we were playing last week, and I was just losing every match. Like Chris was just absolutely destroying me, and then I just th- we tried to play it again. I was like, I don't know, man. Like it's just not hitting as it should. And then we did it where we switched where I was host for the set, like the game, and Chris was having all of the same issues that I was having of when he was going to swing it, it wasn't connecting, and I ended up winning. I think I won every game that on when we flipped and then we flipped back and then i was like oh my god now it's very apparent to me after having played it in where it's meant to where it's working where it should that it isn't working they have put out a patch or are gonna put out a patch they announced for it uh addressing that and i I think a bunch of other like well it improved tracking period so that's already that was part of the issue yeah but it also supposedly fixed the multiplayer lag hosting issue and it took it from 60 frames right, projected to 120 to 90. Yeah. So it's like it's going to be running at a higher frame rate. So the tracking is not only improved, but also better, it's, yeah. there's 50% more information that it's tracking yeah. on top of that. So, I mean, everything according to that and um, people on Reddit being like, oh, we don't have the host problem anymore. Like people are like, That's oh, I was able God. to play my friend. I was able to win when I wasn't host. I'm like, okay, great. Cool. Well, we'll have to get back into that because it's a lot of fun when yeah because when, when we swapped hosts i couldn't beat you but i yeah. i did give you a run for your money i felt like goku training in the you know <laughs> in like the the gravity 
<laughs> yeah, and then when we switched back, like you absolutely destroyed me. Like I think I got like two or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, because I, I felt like I yeah. felt yeah, I was like I was like Piccolo. Like I showed up to the fight and I'm like, hold on, let me drop these weights. And I like you know you drop the clothes and it's like oh yeah I was wearing a thousand pounds during <laughs> during that last match. <laughs> yep. It was awesome. That was so much fun. Um, man, Pavlov, by the way, um, love Tom. I love playing that game. Especially when we got to play it together. Um, I got to play some more on my own so that when we play together, we can do better. Because uh, we tried the co-op with the zombies and we... The co- the, zo-op, the, the, co- the zombie co-op is nuts. Yeah, we just get dominated. It's yeah. very hard. Very, like, ammo shy the whole time. It is... Uh, yeah. It is that is a tough experience. I'm but still, once like, you so get into clumsy. the once you get into the groove, though, and you know, yeah. play, playing Pavlov made me realize how much it is about like trusting the system. Sure. So like I got very quick in those Lana matches at like swapping ammo of just instinctively like pulling out the cartridge yes. instead of thinking instead of like trying to be precise about it, like quickly being able to grab it from you know, pull the cartridge out of the gun, you know. Uh, and then we just started being like, oh, ammo. I'm going to hold my spare ammo cartridge in my left hand when I only have one gun. So the second <laughs> yeah. it's done, you can just eject the cartridge and oh, yeah. snap it in. If you have a in. pistol, if you have a pistol, you know? yeah. Because if you have like a, if you have like an AK or something, you have to like actually remove the previous one. Yeah. But yeah, the pistol is you just press an eject button. You just press circle and eject. Yeah. The, and it's fun. Like there's the revolver, which is when you want to, you know refill it you have to bullet by bullet like and then you snap the you know you flick flick the wrist and then the the barrel goes back into the gun which is so much fun to do but when you're getting chased by zombies it is definitely not the ideal weapon to pick so if you do pick up if you do pick up pavlov in your vr whatever vr you're doing i recommend in the zombies mode never grabbing the revolver not not the best (laughs) gun to to play with but yeah, I, I I continue to have like such a blast when, especially when it's like playing with someone else and being in that yeah. environment. Um, so yeah, having having a ton of fun with the uh, with the VR. We've uh, got Tuna here. We'll let him in. Oh great, Tuna, 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 Tuna. Whoa, look at that hair. Tuna, Tuna's looking like um, you. You know what Tuna's looking like while he can't hear us? <laughs> have you seen the movie um, Accepted with Justin Long? I have. I I think that I movie love that was movie. hilarious. Fantastic. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Do you know the very actor, the, the, the famous comedic actor who plays like the old like guy who like yeah. pretends to be that professor? And it, yes, Tuna looks he like does him look with a little his hair bit right like, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a little Louis Black going. He's, he's also kind of got, got like, he's got the Louis Black attitude a little bit. You got some Lewis Black attitude. You know, he doesn't, have the, he doesn't have the rage. But Do he I has... know about Lewis Black? Been watching Lewis Black before you could uh, <laughs> fucking read. He's he's much more of a Maniscalco fan these days, though. Who is you? Oh no, no, I'm off that train too. You're off that train. What his happened to that train? His new stuff's terrible. Oh. His is new this, specials are so boring. Is this the guy who is in this movie with Robert De Niro coming out? No, he's it's in like, this movie with Chris Pratt called Mario movie. He so he's in that. Yeah, he's also in this. Yeah, he plays Spike. Thing. What's his name? Sebastian, right? Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Sebastian yeah. Maniscalco. Yeah, he had a special that was very funny. 
and Netflix. We went to see him live. Also very funny. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But I... his recent um, Netflix or whatever, his recent specials just gone down the not toilet. Funny. Just it's not so, funny. It's just so a big funny. wet fart. So yeah. when we went to go see the Mario movie, a trailer played beforehand, at least for us, that was a new movie he is in that is very much meet the parents, it feels, because mm. Robert De Niro plays his dad and he goes to visit his uh, wife's parents who are like holistic, very open, free, you know, meet the fuckers, right? D- uh, Dustin Hoffman and... Um, Barbara Streisand play these like kind of like free loving yeah. uh, folks. Yeah, we've done um, the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So he's in a movie like that, and it was like it came up, and it was like from mega popular comedians. Sorry, mega popular me- comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I've never <laughs> seen him in my life. And then his name appears in the credits of the Mario movie, and I'm like. Did the universe just invent this? Is this a glitch in the Matrix where this this guy like yeah you know every, I've never seen him, never heard of him once, and now he's in everything. Yeah, I I got to be honest with you, Tom. I think you're in the very small minority of people who don't know who he is. Well, there we go. <laughs> I think I he's do. more of like a Gen X guy, though. I think I think like mm. the, there might be an age gap to the audience here for Tom. Maybe. No, I mean, look, he's got Netflix specials like. The fact that was... I have never heard of his name or who doesn't have a Netflix recognized his face. Point, yeah, I don't no, know. I think I think it's Mm-mm. granted. It says he has supporting acting roles in the films The Green Book and The Irishman, neither of which I've seen. So I wouldn't see him from a movie. Oh, he was in Tag. He played the pastor. I did see that film. <laughs> he was in the Nut Job Two, Nutty by Nature. Welcome to IMDb with Tom Caswell. Yeah, so there you go. So anyway, I didn't know that this guy was a thing, but he he's yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, I'm back on board with you now. Okay, I tried to give him benefit of the doubt here. I'm but... very surprised. I, I I really, I, yeah, he's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe it. He's I don't. I think. He, I think. I I think his stock is going down. I wouldn't invest in him anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's. I think he's just not. I think he had like a. You know what it I'll is? Buy, hold, he had a sell very, here. You're selling. He had a very um Jerry Seinfeld esque shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but even more like more complaining about the mundane things about life and how annoying people can be, which was right on point. Yeah, mm-hmm. right up your alley. Right up my alley. Which like his first two specials were hysterical. Um, recently though, it, it's just not hitting. It's just it's either stale or I don't know, it's just not doing it for me. Now, who did do? Uh, we I went to go see. I know it's been a while since I was on the podcast. I don't know if I've talked about this, but I went to go see Jerry Seinfeld live. Wow! Oh, I didn't at hear the this. Beacon with uh, one of our friends, mm-hmm. uh, and he was fucking hysterical. I mean, he was hysterical. Like I, mean, I, was... I don't know if you know this, but he's one of the most popular comedians of all time. <clears throat> don't know about it. Yeah, don't know. Just like yeah. in the same way, I didn't know about Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, you'd see, like now, this I... show called Seinfeld, I think that he is. Yeah, in. see this joke you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's hidden. I think it's hidden. No, nah, I don't think it's hidden. I think I can get my Netflix no. I don't special. think. I don't think. No, I don't. No, I think everyone. Yeah, I think you get major crickets <laughs> no. from. Yeah, no. the listeners are rolling their eyes at that one. They're like, "Yeah, Tom, we get it. You want to say like, oh, Jerry Seinfeld? Ever heard Tuna of this guy? says this about any joke 
So Tuna's defense, also not true. Any joke at his expense, not true. Is that he will? This wasn't in like, my expense. Funny. This wasn't yeah. a my expense joke. It wasn't my expense joke. No, it wasn't. It was a. It was your expense joke, and you. When you do this, you go on the defensive, and you, no, you do no. everything to be no. like, "This is just not funny." It isn't it's funny. Not funny. It's not. It wasn't good. You are, you are very effective at uh, disarming humor. It was. It was Chris's, not good. Chris is pointing that uh, toilet well at, uh, at you there. It, we we gotta get off this track. You two are just gonna keep going back and forth. We got right. Okay. So so Jerry Seinfeld, right? Don't know if yeah. you heard about him. Don't know if you heard about him. You so just Jerry, my joke. So Jerry Seinfeld. But now it's funny though. Now it's funny though. You have a laugh. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. It's the like audiences. The, it's like the Big Bang Theory. So, so Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, he talked about um, raisins, like that, and it was just but like I was laughing. As the, and the best part about Jerry Seinfeld, okay, mm, yep. does not bring in one political comment, does not bring in one like iota of, of his current career, events. Probably. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it is, it is like it was just nice to hear. His humor, which is so, mm -hmm. like, stupid, because it's just the mundane yeah. of your life, and sure. it's you know, and it's it's, it's it is everything that he says. I'm always like, yep, that's true. He did a whole bit about oh, how racist. you get how you get on the train mm -hmm. to go into the city, but you get in a car, and but you're on Long Island, but you would only be lucky enough to live in the Hamptons. I was like, you know what? The way you delivered that, Jerry, that was. That was really Hilarious. good. It was great. I, I had a great time. Myself. Yeah, I the I've drinks heard... were fifteen dollars, but you know, well, whatever. I mean, yeah. I that's very cool. Have you seen him perform before? I don't think so. Very cool. No. My my friend said that I saw went... him on this um I saw him on this like cult uh show uh called Seinfeld. Oh mm -hmm. don't know if you heard of it. Play the left track, Chris. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, my friend saw him, I guess, like, in the early 2000s, like, soon after Seinfeld wrapped, and he said that, like, Wait, it was a... He got bars? Oh, I don't know. Is that a show? Is that an end name of his stand-up? Apparently, the No, stand -up... like, his rapping. Is he good? Uh... Come on, Tom. I don't know. Come on. The gears are moving. Get them into place. I don't know. You said after Seinfeld wrapped. Oh, I asked if he had bars. Come on, Tom. I don't know if this was a me problem or uh, uh No, you can <laughs> You can't do that. Anyway, my friend went to go see a show where it was meant to be like, this is the last time I'm doing these jokes after all of this, like all of my I'm scrapping all of my old material, like I'm doing all old all, all new material or whatever. And so it was like the funniest mm. thing you'd ever watch, like because it was just the hits. So good to know that he's still, uh, still, still kicking, still doing the good, the good, the good jokes. I imagine All those right. tickets were not cheap. For some, uh, I don't know. We were we were up in the nosebleeds, oh. and it was my friend. He was supposed. So it was to, like my a friend, podcast. <laughs> my friend, yeah, my friend. I mean, I, I basically you couldn't really even see him even with my glasses. Couldn't even fucking see him. And Did they have um, a TV or whatever. So you no, no, that. no TV. It was just a dude. I mean, like that's the whole thing about comedians. Like, <laughs> like whatever. It's just a guy standing on the stage. Um, the guy who opened for him though was very heavy on like the 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 um 
like marriage jokes. I'm I'm so over like the marriage jokes. Like, oh my wife, oh my wife, she's doing this. Like, unless you have something new to say, raisin that hasn't been said in the last eighty years. Like, I don't want to hear it. Raisin and train jokes, though, Mm. on the cutting edge of cutting edge, cutting edge. I mean, I was I was laughing my ass off. Anyway, the the friend that I went with was supposed to go with his mother, but his mother sprained her ankle, so I got to go. Wow, that sounds like an episode of Seinfeld. But uh, yeah, so tune in. That was it. Was all right. That was the night. Actually, weirdly, this was over a month ago now. But that was Mm -hmm. the night that, for some reason, my boiler decided Mm. to stop working. The one night that I take this is like like the Seinfeld bit, and I go into the city, and Britt's like, "You got it." Britt like texted me. She goes, "The heat's off," and I'm like, "Are you far?" Like the one night, so we had to get like a guy from. Was it just like the pilot light? No, it was there was a fan, there was a motorized fan that was not working that didn't vent the air, so it automatically shut the boiler off. So we had to get the motor replaced. Um, which the guy came like midnight that night. Anyway, but long story short, like I was supposed to get drinks and stuff after the show, but I was like, Oh my god, the one day, the one night I gotta go back home. Um anyway, so how how have I been? Uh busy, you know. Working um Mm. we're hosting Mm. easter here so Mm. and we're doing passover tomorrow oh you're gonna watch rugrats special hell yeah the passover rugrats special is the best rugrats episode ever yeah um we saw rugrats was on the other day it was on tv and we were like oh so that's what i was going to comment on the new one is a disgrace to rugrats disgrace Mm. it's cgi fuck it's horrible horrible it is so bad it's like uh terrible i don't know what these kids are doing so uh I what see else it now it's i haven't of... heard anything about it so i uh, you know it might be yeah because it's, it's, like, yeah, it's fun. I mean... <laughs> it might be but there's been plenty of reboots that haven't been yeah, yeah. but i don't know rugrats feels like it was a place in time it seems like the kind of weird thing to bring back so you're probably in CGI. Right. Yeah, it, bring it back in CGI. Well, it just—I mean, the CGI thing doesn't bother me. Most cartoons that now that come out are made on computers terrible. in one way or another. You know, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, yeah, it's really, really bad. I—I I don't. I don't. I really don't know what it looks like. So I just—you know—I'm mm. just gonna take your word for it. Uh, same theme. Same theme. I mean, honestly, we watched about five minutes, mm-hmm. and, and like, uh, okay. we were like, ugh. Yeah, now that's it. <laughs> yeah. What about the baby? Do you like it? No. Uh, no, she's not really like into anything except for Miss Rachel still and Sesame Street. Okay. Um, Plato, Socrates, the classics. Yeah, the classics. Um, big development though is mm. that the kid pretty much knows every letter. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. She doesn't. I'll tell. I could. You know. I could name the letters. She does. She doesn't know G. Awesome. She says she says F as S. Sure. She doesn't know Q. Okay. Well, now she doesn't now she's well, to know, not it's know anonymous. Them, so. She doesn't know <laughs> W. But that's it. Like if I go to her, if I go A. Well, she got you, right? So she tell her two of those. She'll do the whole I know. Do one. She'll do another. the whole thing. She'll do the whole thing. That's pretty good. Um pretty good. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, like she'll do the song. She'll do the song. How high can wow. she count? Five. <laughs> that's that's so funny that she can do 
the alphabet, which feels like more counting. nebulous, more more ephemeral mm-hmm. than numbers, because mm-hmm. there's you know there's ten. She's just kind of she doesn't. Ten of them. She goes well. Okay, here's what I will say. She knows the numbers one through five, but she says it like this: Wa, yeah, ooh, sure, e, yeah, or, and then <laughs> or. for five, and then for five, she doesn't say five. She just goes like this. She holds up five fingers. <laughs> And then after that, if we're counting after that, she just hits her finger on her hand or like somewhere. She'll just like yeah. hit her finger. Like if we're at, and then for some reason with eight, she'll go. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And actually like, with like 10, she's she'll baby Yoda. Up, yeah. But with 10, she'll hold up both. She hands. can do more than baby Yoda. A baby Yoda still can't say a fucking anything. Um, what weirdly though, weirdly though, even though uh-huh. she can, even though she recognize, like she recognizes letters too. Like she doesn't, like if I show her, like if I showed her this Y, she'll say Y. But um, weirdly, mm. she still is not saying Mama. Mm. But Dada. that back, Dada, kind of, not, mm. not really. Would she she's call still, you? Alex? She, like if no, but she, if she. <laughs> If she looks at me, she'll go dad, 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 dad. Like she'll just keep uh, doing well, it. She is... won't just be like dad, dad, and then stop. Um, well, that's harder. She... I guess. I mean, I feel like she's gonna be so okay. good at the Yu Gi Oh theme, though. Here's what's weird. Here's what's <laughs> here's what's weird about this kid right now. What's weird about this kid is that yeah. her vocabulary is like she knows like maybe I don't know maybe twenty words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I remember my nephew knew a lot more words than her at her age. Mm. But the fact that she knows the alphabet and most of it, like th- my nephew doesn't, like he knows the alphabet now, but he's older than her. Um, I don't know. It's so you have uh, a better baby, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying I'm a little concerned. <laughs> she's no, he's talking. definitely saying the opposite. Tom. Yeah. So Tom, obviously Tom, the Tom was one of one of the slower babies as well. Yeah, yeah. Tom was one of the slower babies, and then um, for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know. She, eh. what's we? I don't know, man. She like understands words too. <laughs> like we have this game now where there's like these like animals mm. that she can like pick and like she can point to. Okay, and she knows like like if I say elephant, she knows where the elephant is. Mm-hmm. She knows where the bird is. She knows where the fish is. Um, she's not saying much. So like, I we I brought it up to the doctor. The doctor was like in her own time. So I was like, all right, fine. Still early days. I guess. I mean, that's, the, I mean, the doctor was semi impressed that she knew the alphabet. And then I was like, kind of like, well, she's not really talking that much. So, like, what do you think about that? And she was like, well, she's a girl. Mm. Cool. All right. Whatever. So, there, there it is. That's been, baby, my baby. life has turned into. It's it's very interesting now because she can walk, run, climb, a lot more active. So like mm. at five o'clock ish, when I'm signing off work, it's not like oh let me go sit on the couch and watch her while she plays in her little spot. Like no, now she's running around and yeah. doing bad things, yeah. getting into bullshit. <laughs> so it's never ending. Yeah. Sometimes she can't, and I feel guilty saying this, but sometimes I can't wait till the kid goes to bed. Sure, of course. I'm like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's enough. So we'll get there. Oh Eventually. my god! So we Clears. take it you haven't played anything then? No, no, no. 
<laughs> no video games anymore. Officially done with that. We just got no. done talking about playing some VR multiplayer right before he got on. Um, Tom didn't really play anything since last week either. Wow, Tom didn't play anything? What have you been doing? I've been building the Avatar campaign. Building the Avatar. Oh. Yeah. It takes like a it. lot of time. Which, um, uh, the char- just a fun reminder, you have a character to, to build. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. Okay. I'll All do right. that tomorrow. Um, I will say this. In terms of video games, mm-hmm. on if I do have like a break, and by yeah. break I mean like five minutes. Yeah. I'm just like in between calls or something. I'll throw on a little little Fall Guys or a little sure. Halo for sure. 10 minutes. Yeah. That's really it, yeah. unfortunately. I tried okay. to play Roller Coaster Tycoon as well, um, but now she, like, climbs on me. And when the iPad's out, she wants to, like, touch mm. it and, and play around with it. So not happening. there haven't been any there haven't been any amusement park buildings either. <laughs> Maybe she can give it a stab. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. She... She just like picks stuff up and then leaves it behind. Like she wants to come down here because this is like the forbidden fruit. Yeah, this basement. Yeah. So she comes down here. What What's gonna happen with the basement? You're gonna lose this play space at some point, right? Mm. Have you considered that? Where are you gonna play video games in the future? Are you gonna have to get like a no? I'll get her a video game. Your bedroom. She's got a no. She's got a playroom. I'll just put her in the playroom. But what about when she's older? What about when she's like eight? She could play video games in the playroom. That's that's where you're going to keep the playroom. You're not going to move it downstairs. Why would I? Why would I let her? I don't know. This curious because you had you had the basement because when you were the kid, you had the basement at home. Yeah, but my mom didn't play video games. Yeah, but she watched TV in the living room. Yeah, but I would watch TV in the living room. <laughs> Alex, Alex is so, you're 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 so indignant about the idea of not having your your gaming space. It's so funny. <laughs> it's really funny. We were actually talking about this last night. My friend, um, one of my friends has lived in the same apartment in New York City mm. with his wife now mm-hmm. for the last, I mean, got to be eight years, right? And it's literally a one bedroom apartment. There is Tom. You might have even been there. Um, this phone. Yeah, but it's it's literally a living room, right? So there's a living room and a bedroom. Yeah, and that's it, right? That's the whole apartment. I mean, yes, there's a kitchen, but it's in the living room, basically. Um, Got to be 500-something square feet, whatever. Crazy. And and we, I was talking to him last night, and I was like, I can't believe you've been in that apartment for as long as you have. Because, like, and I showed him, I was like, this basement. Like, I need this basement. I yeah. need to be able to just come down here. Yeah. And be like, I'm playing video games or I'm watching Mandalorian or something on my own for a for a bit. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so anyway, look at this, look at this, look at this guy's background. He's got Iron Man, he's got the Nintendo, he's got Nintendo Power just chilling. Yeah. And is that the lost of those? Well, the these, lost are, these are things yeah, you can the buy. These are things you can own when you don't have a kid. That's true. What do you, what do you, did you just go golfing or something? What is this shirt? Since when do you wear a collar? Yeah. When do you wear, since when do you wear a collar on the show? You don't wear a collar on the show. Uh, oh, you're going out though. No, I, I mean, I'm just starting to wear spring stuff again because it's 75 degrees today. Yeah. But you usually wear a tee. I have like 15 polos probably. Hmm. Actually, sorry. The... They're not polos. I have probably We're have to go like back to the three... videotape. I probably have like three polos, but I have like nine or ten short sleeve button downs. 
but those also have collars. With a collar. Yeah, I, look at the the podcast art with, for for like four years. It was me with the fucking collar with the white shirt with the. I used to wear mm. that shirt all the time. That was like my mm. signature shirt. How convenient that that's not the art anymore. How convenient. What is the art? What is the art now? Oh yeah, that's right. Us as Voltron, <laughs> basically. All right. Yeah. Mm. Um, Chris, before we talk Mario movie, uh, mm. did you play any more Chia? <laughs> um, I didn't. I, I, I so I did play more Chia. I didn't play a lot because I was like, oh, I want to look at Dead Cells, but um, I didn't really get a lot the to play of that. So we should. I would like to play Chia for another week before we change. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I, I want to get back to it too. Well, because originally I, I wasn't going to be here today. Originally, the plan was Teresa and I were going to go to uh, Super Nintendo World, but then she couldn't. Her work stuff had to change. So then, uh, yeah, you were going to go for day three. Well, that was going to be day one. What? He's saying that they were meant to go this week, but they ended up going a week. Oh, my God. So we were meant to originally go to uh, <laughs> Super Nintendo World about. You know, you really don't you really don't realize how obstructive that nose is for Yoshi until now. Oh, with his own eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can't see shit. <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah. It's amazing that he's able to get Mario anywhere. Guy that's, can't see anything. That's true. That's true. That's a very good point. But I guess maybe it hangs down a little bit more on him. But it doesn't. It is. It's up in front of him, isn't it? It's up. In, it's up in there. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. He's got quite the obstruction. Um, Did so Yoshi we, make? Oh wait, actually, I probably shouldn't ask that. We we went to the Super Mario World, Super the Super Nintendo World at Universal. Mm -hmm. We went to the theme park last Friday. Wait, um, was it all Mario, or was there other? Were there other? It's Nintendo all Mario World? stuff, basically. So there's no so even though it's called Super Nintendo World, it yes. really is Super Mario World. As of right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My guess is, uh, you know, I'm sure well, there's no like high rule or. Oh uh, my god! I mean, Can look, you imagine? dude. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing. You you spend one minute in this park and you immediately say this needs to be its own fucking park. This needs to be gigantic. It needs to have Zelda. It needs to have Mario. It needs to have Pokemon. Like. There's no reason that Nintendo shouldn't have a park that rivals Disney, and it shouldn't be a section of Universal. Now, the yeah. one they're building in um, Florida for that Universal, they're calling uh, Nintendo Epic Universe. It's going to be quite a bit larger. It's also going to come with the new Donkey Kong ride, uh, and I think it's going to have the Yoshi ride. But I think the Yoshi ride is also coming to the Hollywood one. Um, but our, you know, the Hollywood one is small. There's really only one real ride, but then there are these other like activations and things that you can do there, which are awesome. Um, but holy fuck guys, there is, when you walk into it, what's, what's weird about it is it's, it's on the lower level of the park. The park's in three sections. There's the main area, there's an upper and a lower level. You can't ever like when you're in there, you don't see any of the Nintendo stuff, like until you get to it, it's basically like all the way in the back. So unlike everything else where you can kind of see the different areas the whole time, it feels like very secluded. And what's great about that is you enter through a giant green warp pipe that has fucking like LEDs on it and it's making the warp pipe noise as you come out the other end. And as you come out the other side of it, it was like magic. It was like magic. Like you stepped into the fucking mushroom kingdom. It was like, 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 well, like how Star Wars is in Disney. Like dude, that's very much how it is. It's uh, it's unbelievable. So we went on Friday. We got we had to go there later because Tree still had some stuff to do work. So the line for Mario Kart by the time we got there was three hours. So we said, 
we're going to come back Sunday morning so that we can just get there super early. And then we were able to actually ride it twice on Sunday. Um, for context for listeners, Chris like lives down the block essentially yeah. from university. Yeah, I have the year pass. It's very easy for him to get there. Yeah, it's uh not even it's like a mile and a half, so it's it's very close. Um, and you know we paid the year pass for us for California residents is less than going twice. So if you go twice, you, you know, for it. yeah, just that's it. Like you know, can so, you see in this hat? I've got a little bit of. I've only have a little bit. Of, this uh, is unbelievable. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash unranked podcast. See the video. Did you buy a Mario? You didn't. You didn't go oh, for a Mario. This. Chris has got a. You Yoshi. know what? There's a bunch of them, Alex. Uh, the Mario hat. one's cool. The Luigi one's cool. I really want the Bowser one because it gives you like the hair and yeah, the spikes the and it thing, goes around yeah. your chin. And the Toad hat, I really want too, more than the Mario or the Luigi. Is the Toad hat just the cap? Uh yeah, and it's just the cap. <laughs> oh. So this is the other thing I got. I got the power bracelet. You got to buy the bracelet to do this. It's a snap bracelet. Yeah. So there there's interactive shit. So there's like item blocks, question blocks. You go up to them and you fucking hit it and, you know, it'll make the coin sound. You can collect coins and get points. It like tracks your shit. When you go on the Mario Kart ride, it'll track your individual score because the Mario Kart ride, you're wearing AR glasses that have a screen that see through. So while you're on the ride, you're shooting like the Uh items at and like picking up coins and stuff. So it'll track your individual score. But then there are these different activations there. Like one I went on and it was great because the line for that was only like 10 minutes because they're very quick. Um, uh-huh. You go in and I was in like a cave kind of an area. And then I, you know, swipe my bracelet and I can play a game. And in this game, I had to try and like flip uh, all the blocks. You know, when you have to like flip the blocks to be the same color of Mario. Like, you know, there's there's like the the blue and the yellow where you like you fall through them where they're like outlined. And then they're full blocks. Yes. In the Mario mm-hmm. video games. Yep. I'm having trouble picturing it, but. Sometimes yep. you like hit a block. It'll activate blocks that were invisible. And now you can jump on them. And then when they're not visible, they just have like light blue out. Oh, yes. Yeah. So there's a giant LED wall and half of them are the blue and half of them are the yellow. And a timer starts and you have to go and like fucking. It felt like like a Nickelodeon, like or Nick, Nick arcade, arcade thing. Where, yeah. Where you're doing that. And if you successfully do it. You know, and the and thwomps are like hitting it, so they're changing ones back that you're changing. Um, you get a key. There's three of these different games that you can go and get the keys for. And if you get all three keys, then you can go inside Bowser Jr.'s castle and do the Bowser Jr. Tre- uh, chest and game, which is cool. So there's all these wow different like video game experiences. But um, man, I don't have a ton of time because I do have to leave soon to go. But it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, we waited in line for about an hour for Mario Kart, which is it's a theme park. That's like really not bad. Um, there were so many times when we were in a room, especially once you get into Bowser's castle, mm-hmm. where I was like, we are moving too quick. I can't look at all of the things in here. Like it was all, it's mm-hmm. like almost like a haunted house, the level of detail, the attractions. Like there are three rooms that are Bowser's workshop. And mm-hmm. it's like, he's got like books and blueprints and it's like, oh, here's how I make the bomb bombs. Here's how I make like the Robo Koopas and all of those things. And like, I'm like trying to look at it and we're like still walking. I'm like, we line needs to fucking slow down for a second. <laughs> you know, they have well, like- did the three hour one. Ugh. 
I know. <laughs> on Friday, you would have been able to stand around and look at all that. The, the next time I go, uh, I'm like, I excited to get back in the line, to be honest with you, because also the whole time, like you're going room to room and they're playing different music from like Mario and Yoshi's story and stuff. And it's like, oh, I'm in the crystal caves. Oh, I'm in like the Yoshi's like cloud area. Oh, I'm in like the jungle. Oh, we're like, you go upstairs and outside. Like I sent you guys pictures and you see like it's multi-leveled. It's, there's a lot of height to Super Mario World, which is great. But when you go back outside on the line, there's a part where you're up like two stories and you're outside and like Yoshi's like right there. The Goombas are like right there next to you. And it's like, oh, fuck, there's like the Frosty Peaks area. There's like the desert. It was amazing. It was amazing. They have, you know, full size trophies of all the trophies from Mario Kart. And you're just like walking by them. Oh, yeah. Fucking cool, man. It's so it's so cool. (laughs) And everyone's just happy there. Like, unlike every like you know once people get into a line for a little while you know people start to everyone the whole time is just like oh my god like amazing amazing kids there kids adults (laughs) everyone everybody's there everybody's there um your daughter's there too and not talking it's great (laughs) it was great i had such a good time um let's talk about the movie before you uh i've got a little bit of time we'll talk about the movie tom what do you think so Chris doesn't know anything about how I felt. Yeah. Um, as well, just to give you some context. You know, we didn't talk about that too. Um, this movie pained me. <laughs> I don't understand this. Because Wait, it, was? It, was? it pained me. Pained. Uh-huh. I was in All pain. Right. Because I was just smiling too much. This movie oh, thank fucking God. rules. I haven't been this happy doing anything. In a very long time. It's delightful. It is. It's delightful. So delightful. Now, granted, I'll give it two things. Your mileage is going to vary based on how aware of the Mario universe you are. Right. Yeah. It's a movie for Mario people. If you like Mario, you will like this movie because it is. It is a Mario ass movie. It is a Mario ass movie, and if you like Mario and you have even a tangential familiarity, you don't need to be the biggest Mario nerd. You're going to enjoy this movie. The second thing is. Is it narratively and like kind of like character arc wise pretty thin, even compared to some modern, you know, a lot of people point towards last year's um, Puss in Boots, which I haven't seen. And I, I wouldn't doubt compare you guys have seen. it to that, though. I think that's a really bad comparison, personally. But, I, but I'm I, just saying there are yeah. there are kids movies that have yes. a lot more depth in this movie. Yes, it is. It is. It is really just like, what if we took the plot of a Mario game and made 100%. it into a movie? That being said, I will say that at the core is trying to build the idea that like Mario and Luigi like need each other in order to like succeed in in either yeah, form. Because there's Super and Mario I, Brothers. There's Super Mario Brothers, and I'll say that like when that um, like they have that emotional resolution, I I think it's actually pretty effective. You know, just compared to something like a Lego movie where it feels very layered, there's actually like sure. a lot of depth there. It is. Um, thin in that comparison but dude it, the thing that this movie has and I think is its biggest strength is that it its pacing is immaculate oh, it's it, an hour and a half it whizzes and by and I both felt like I could just watch this forever like it was just so awesome to see all the things happening yeah. but at the same time I was like they fucking nailed how long yeah. it is but I could have if they said surprise we made a second one and we're screening it right now. Do you want to stay? And I'd be like, absolutely, yes. 
Yeah. Um, I loved it. I really thought it was all. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I said to Brooke, this is going to be a movie that if we just want something on in the background, like, oh, yeah. Why would we pick anything else? Um, there's, there's something I think that people aren't considering when they talk about this movie being thin and you compare it to like a Puss in Boots or you pa- compare it to a Lego movie. Puss in Boots is coming from a fuck ton of folklore and fantasy. I mean, it has so many things set up in that world just from the Shrek series, first of all, because that's where it exists in. Um, so narratively, there's a lot for them to build on. That's a character that's been around a long time in narrative sense, right? So like, I, I think that's a bad comparison. I think the pr- thing with the Lego movie that makes the Lego movie work better where you can make like a lot more depth is that like there is no fucking Lego universe. There's actually nothing. So they could do whatever they want with Lego. Whereas with Mario, there's just enough story and there's more than enough expectations where you actually can't just be like, oh, we're going to fucking just rewrite the the recipe book on mario yeah. with this like you, you like, kind of have very, to be able know, to do what mario is expected to do i wouldn't consider this a spoiler but like you know the the prem uh, you know bowser's bowser's plot is like i want to marry peach right yeah, which it's, is it the is plot straight of up it mario is straight game, up mario which feels um, like very weird and like a really like bizarre motivation especially in the year of our Lord 2023 but like they do yeah. the thing which is that bowser wants to marry peach yeah uh, there's a couple points I want to try and get to, Tom, because I don't really have a, ahead, a lot of time. So, uh, <laughs> first of all, I've seen some people complain that they think this Uh-oh. visually doesn't look good, and I think that's insane. You I are think it out looks of your mind. Unbelievable. I have not it seen those complaints. Ab- that's oh, crazy. There's, if you go to like the negative reviews, there are a lot of people that are like, it doesn't blow you away visually. Some people are like, oh, it's kind of ugly. And I'm like, I've, I've, this, I think movie has some of the best texture work I've ever seen in a, in a CG animated movie. The textures on everything are perfect. There are textures on things that I've never considered before. Like even the way their skin and their clothes look. Yeah. The stitching on the hat, on the clothes, like everything. The one that the one, the one texture wise, because I completely agree. Like the textures are amazing. The textures on the mushrooms and the mushrooms. That, yes, the mushrooms and Donkey Kong's fingers were the two that like <laughs> blew me away. Donkey, it was like both like just close enough to real, like just close enough to like, oh my God, they walked it up right to the edge of like, if you made it more realistic, it'd be Uncanny Valley, but they left it perfectly cartoony enough. Uh-huh. Like it's like, I did not, I'll have to, on the, there's a couple I'll shots that are like super close up on his hands, which is okay. like a weird and funny thing that they do, but. I was like, oh my God, like this is, it's incredible. It Um, is visually so impressive. Anyone that, anyone that states that it's not, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, I think the music though, for me was the music's amazing. Also the, the like actual songs, not the Mario songs that they use. They use a lot of like eighties music and they are great and they are perfect. All the choices for those were perfect. I think, I think they do fit. I did feel a little bit like, Man, I just wish like I had even more Mario. You know, like the, yeah, the score course, was so good. Oh, uh, there's a vinyl coming out tomorrow on I am eight bit and a CD and album. So I just I'm gonna pre-order that tomorrow. Just so you know, because I don't I think it's limited. Um you can buy that. But um I, I just there are two other things I want to say, uh, because I have to get going because our, our showtime's in like 45 Chris minutes. Chris is about to go see it again. Yeah. Uh well <laughs> Therese hasn't seen it yet, so because I went to a screening, so Teresa hasn't gotten. So we're we're both going to go see it. Um, the thing they did best, I think, narratively, actually, isn't just 
recontextualizing everything because like the items of Mario have never really been explained like the toads the kingdom they like actually made them feel real and yes. gave them a lot of depth and story and so people would look at this and be like oh the story's thin and I'm like they built so much fucking story for Mario though bro like they didn't ever have any of these like story beats and like they they basically built I'm, I'm watching and I'm like this is the Mario RPG this is the open world Mario RPG like this is it. I want to <laughs> play this game. I want yeah. this Mario Breath of the Wild. But Peach, Peach has a great story and a backstory and like things that have never really been explored in Mario. And they oh. made her such an interesting character in a way she's never been that I was like, that was really good. I love um, that commitment to power-ups, as you were saying. Yeah, the power-ups are great. Like, they, that is a whole story beat. And like they set up the rules of like, yes. you get hit you lose the power up. So in the story, in the various scenarios where they're being implemented, there are like stakes. Yeah. And I, it, we also it, went away yeah. from Mario, like getting bigger and stronger. Like he used to with the just normal, you know, power up mushroom. And the fact that and they brought it back, I'm like, like can we please just, can we do this in 3d Mario again? Because this is cool. Yeah. Like, can we go back to this idea? Cause you just came up with a great way for it to work. And they have abandoned it basically since Mario 64, like time to bring it back with this new concept here. Um, so the last thing I want to say is the Chris Pratt voice, totally not a problem. Yeah. Way, way, way better in the movie yeah. than any of the ads. It's as if they picked the worst clips of him oh, and no. used them and, in all of the ads. And they also, the other thing that like when you watch the film is that they use like, it, there are moments where he does like, for example, the moment in the movie where he says, let's go. Yeah. Right. That doesn't happen in the moment that it shows in the trailer. Correct, um, correct. And it works way better yeah. in the moment where and it so does. The work. like, the like, oh, where am I? And it just sounds like Chris Pratt in that the first is trailer. Also in not, a different moment. Not yet. Not, and it doesn't sound like, it sounds, so. Yeah. In the way context, better. Yeah. Way, way better. There's one voice I actually had to complain about. I think the voice of Cranky Kong was really bad casting and it should have been Larry David. It would have been way better if it was Larry David. People seem to be really pissed off at the cranky Kong, Fred Armisen's Cranky Kong. I think it's bad. <laughs> I think I think he's a bad. The I, take, I, the, yeah. I never thought I'd be coming in here and being like, Chris Pratt, great Mario. Cranky Kong, Fred Armisen, terrible. Should have been Larry <laughs> David. Would have been fucking amazing. But uh, I loved it. I'm very excited to go see it again. I wish I could stay and talk more about it, but I do have to go. Um, right. Matt's going to be there. Emily, Naeem. Basically, just like a bunch of former unranked guests <laughs> going to see it with. Uh, so right. I am going to, uh, you guys just give me a beat. I'm going to turn my video off so, Tom, you can fix the stream. Yeah. So, um, well, do you have any Do you have any questions, Tuna, uh, about, because I definitely have more thoughts on the movie, but maybe. Based no, on just tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. And you know, I think that, you know, even down to details like Luigi's phone ringtone is the GameCube. Oh. Like even stuff like there is there are so many Easter eggs in every frame of this movie. And it's it and uh I think its pacing is is its strongest suit of it just moves. They, they don't hesitate on any moment too long. And I think if they did like a lot of the issues that, you know, uh, critics lobbied at this movie, I think would be more justified because, you know, Mario kind of shows up into the Mushroom Kingdom, meets Peach, and within two seconds, like they're going on their quest together. 
mm-hmm. and the justification for why it's happening is is kind of thin like a lot of things in this movie but it moves on so fast and then it's like you know peach is like cool you want to come on this adventure with me you're gonna have to do world one one from mario super mario brothers the first one you gotta do that to prove yourself and then we get and then peach shows how you master the course and it's just like the coolest thing um and the Mario Kart scene, when they do, like, they have, they do Rainbow Road, they do Mario Kart, they, right. and it's eight, there's gliders, there's um, levitation, there's all mm. the, you know, the the shells, all this stuff, Bullet Bill. um, Yeah, totally delightful. Even the stuff in, there's a lot more real world stuff, right? Because the idea is that they come from the human world, they end up in the Mushroom Kingdom, they're plumbers in Brooklyn, in New York. Mm-hmm. All of that was fantastic. Um, and I think, yeah, at the end of the day, I was surprised how emotionally resident, even though I don't think the movie did a ton to other than a handful of lines of like, you know, Luigi, you know, Luigi is aware that Mario was always there to like stand up for, for him and like, you know, never quits, right? Is the mm-hmm. idea like Mario never knows when to give up. And then on the Mario end, realizing that he kind of needs luigi in order like that's he he is the thing that gives him the chris is playing sounds i uh <laughs> forgot to inform you i'll stay in audio only i did play something this last week oh. what is happening and there has been a murder the I murder of sonic, sonic the hedgehog it's a very fun game it's on steam it's free it's like two hours it's point and click adventure works on steam deck how they recommend it it was an April Fool's <laughs> joke thing that they revealed for for Sonic. Uh, yeah. So, but then on the, on the flip side with Mario, he is that was so random that he just popped in like that. <laughs> he was like, "Guys, I have to tell you about the murder of Sonic." Um, on the flip side with Mario, of like, oh, he needs Luigi. Like Luigi is gives him the the push to to continue on when they have that moment in the in the end of the movie where it's like we need each other to to beat Bowser or whatever. Right. It, it actually, it actually, like, uh, it's nowhere near as emotionally effective as like a Pixar film, but it's surprisingly effective considering how little the movie like spends on any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, visually, it's amazing. The music is is fantastic. How they utilize all of, this movie is built on references. Like, if you are going in for that. Mm-hmm. Um, or or you're going in with that a lot of that knowledge. Uh, it's 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 a really really good time, and I would totally like if you. I know we were originally gonna go plan see it. If you said, "Let's go see it," one hundred percent there. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you'd enjoy it in a theater with a big screen and all that. So I'm gonna in a theater in a theater in a theater. Like I'll and I and I want you know I know that you 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 texted me. You're like I feel bad that you come out. I have no problem coming out of Long Island see it. A good old film. A good <laughs> film. old film. A film. Yeah. And there are, uh, if you do go see it, uh, there are some post credits. <laughs> there are some okay. post credits. Yeah. All right. Um, post cred. Yeah. Right. So that's that's my thought. Yeah, I, I, I totally enjoy it. I see where the criticisms come from with uh, some of the critics' thoughts, but. Who are these uh, critics? Yeah, who are they? You know, and in fact, actually, GameSpot, we gave it an eight. Uh, both IGN and GameSpot gave it an eight, the two kind of biggest gaming sites. So 
Is that is that good for movies for for those for those? Oh uh... yeah, one an eight out of ten is good. Yeah, you know oh, how the scale looks. Six out of ten is fine. Seven out of ten is is okay. Eight is good. Eight is good. Nine nine is amazing. Yeah, but you, it seems is... like you uh, you thought it was a little more than good. I feel like I, no. I mean, I th- I think the thing is is like you know, at the end of the day, it, the thing that. The, makes this movie really work is is the pacing it spares no time there is not a it is so lean there is no time wasted right um, everything is just like let's move on to the next cool thing and everything everything is awesome in this film to name another mm. to reference on the pratt film mm. um and it is it is delightful like it, it literally gives you delight it pratt's f- just got one of those voices and and I and I will say like I love I really enjoyed Chris Pratt in this film. There's a great bit in the beginning that happens in the human world that isn't even based off of anything that happens in Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to like go fix. They have to go plumb right to plumb right the act mm-hmm. of plumbing. They have to yep. go plumb in like this rich person's apartment, and they have like an in- an altercation with this person's dog. And it's yeah. not based on anything of Mario, but it, it's legitimately, legitimately hilarious. I, I, I do want to see it again, but it is going to be that movie of like that. It, it is the ultimate. I think it's more than a background movie for the first time watching it. But you could just put it on in the background and then just look up and be like, "That's really cool." <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean a background? How many background movies are you watching? Brooke loves background movies. What does that mean, a background movie? Just a movie that you literally have on in the background while you're doing other things and from time to time occasionally watch. But you're primarily focused on... But I'm assuming you've seen the movie before. Well, You yes. can't have a background movie on for your first viewing, can you? No, but... Okay. But what I'm saying is, like, is the that... Born Identity is a movie that I could like. No, if it's well, on I TV, not, I, I don't know. Yes, if it's only on TV. in the action moments, but not when Jason Bourne's talking to fucking, you, you know, he's having he's having a phone chat with Julia Stiles, and she's like, "Don't come to Berlin." Um, yeah, I mean, you have to see, you have to know the movie, right? Um, in order mm. to for it to be worth any value to you but yeah like putting on the background looking up and be like oh the training the training montage or when they enter uh the the jungle kingdom and dk's thing oh that was so much fun and like that uh him in the tanuki suit uh him and dk doing yeah so cool so cool i think you're gonna i think you're gonna really enjoy it i think you're gonna be tickled pink tickled pink oh oh boy yeah so mario movie let us know go go join the discord if you if you've seen the movie we have a discord channel dedicated to it um because i'm assuming a lot of people that listen to this podcast are gonna go see it so go check out the discord it's in the shows we've had a lot of uh people join recently let let's even call them out let's give them a little call out we should do this on the show when you people join the, the right. discord we have cheese just cheese just cheese yeah okay uh, with three E's in the middle. Cheese. Cheese. Well, that's maybe four or more. Cheese. You and right. E's. Please. So we have cheese. Uh, we okay. also have... Uh, 
Big Boss Nasty. Big Boss Nasty also in the in the Discord as well. So thank you, Big Boss Nasty and Cheese oh, for joining okay. the Discord. You could be yeah, and that, that's a new segment. Boom. We haven't we haven't added a new segment in a long time. I think it's the last been a long seg- time. The last new segment was uh Dan's cookies. That, and yeah, that and that's not that, that's dead. Wow, that's dead. That's dead. Complaints uh, is basically so just dead. called so just called call out. Well, you've only got one thing to complain about, and it can't say dada. Uh, yeah. so cheese and big boss nasty, thank you for joining the discord. You could be like cheese and big boss nasty, and if you're in the discord, of course, you can subscribe to our Spartan program five dollars a month, get you the ability to watch this live, post shows, and additional things. Uh, before we move on to news tuna, so are you mm. telling me that you have started work on your avatar character? Um, I have snippets. preliminary. Preliminary. I have snippets <laughs> written in my <laughs> phone. I haven't. I actually okay. want. I need like a physical. Like I want. I want to write it. Write it. Yeah. I don't want to like type it into my phone. Like anytime I type anything into my phone, I feel it just feels stupid. I'll mail you. I've got this notebook with the avatar. we will have the Firebender logo on it. I'll just mail it to you. My plan was that's pretty cool. That'll do it. My my plan was to give it to you in person, and then you changed right. our plans. So. Right. Yeah. I didn't change our plans. Well, it was fifty fifty. Uh, okay. I'll. I'm fine. I'm not yeah. gonna linger. I'm not gonna linger. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you want to hear some some news? Sure. Hit me with some news. Okay. Uh, news jingle insert here. Um, so PlayStation might have on hot on the heels of the Steam Deck, PlayStation mm-hmm. might unveil its own handheld, a new one. Did you own a PSP slash PS Vita back in the day? I I did not. Neither. I did not. No, neither. Neither. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I just be honest? Be honest. I be think. Honest. I think we have gotten to a point. In society, uh-huh. when there are just too many too things, stuff. yeah, there's mm-hmm. too many things, right? Between a Steam Deck, a Switch, a PS, whatever, right? Um, Game Gear, right? The amount of yeah, that was the other thing. So Brittany and I started watching uh, Yellow Jackets again, and we literally had to watch. I feel like we're we, I say this every couple months, but we had to watch a recap thing on youtube because there's so much content now the amount the number of shows that i am watching on a yearly has gotten to a oh yeah insane level to the point where i'm forgetting a lot of from like other shows yeah like mar like marvelous mrs mazel i'm gonna watch it but i forgot what the fuck happened last time you don't have to i'm trying to keep severance in my head as long as i can before the next (laughs) season comes out because it's like well the next season is I know, but I'm just what? saying, like, what Succession, you know? what? What do you know about Succession? Succession's out. Right. So I'm I'm in it. Right. Right. Oh, so you're talking about the past. Past you is trying to keep Succession in your head. Yeah. Past... You know this is the last season, right? I'm aware. Okay. But past me was like... Keeping succession yeah. in my head, don't thinking about forget. it. Don't yeah, forget. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget like, what I, happened to that finale. I literally, because of how I knew George R. R. Martin, like what, like was with his books. When I finished A Dance with Dragons, I have a very extensive note in my phone about everything that I remember about the end of that book, 
so that I can just reference that if Winds of Winter ever comes out. I mean, why right? isn't that the equivalent though of just watching a YouTube video about it? It is, but it's my notes that it's I wrote my myself. YouTube video. It's my YouTube video. It's what I remember. It's what it's what I remember. Um, I mean, that's, that's why I well, feel like maybe we shouldn't do multiple seasons of shows now. Maybe we should just do one series. season for everything. Limited be series. Because I'll yeah, tell you I'm, what, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Yeah. Actually, no, we're in news. Let me. I'll let you do no, the news, tell, and then I'll. Do you, is this a complaint? Don't a little bit. It's okay. a little complaint. It's right, a, we'll well, okay, fine. We'll go. To, we'll go. To, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But what I was going to say was, is that how is how it was with the Avatar RPG? Because I'd gone mm. away for my birthday, so it was yep. like two weeks where I hadn't really touched it, and then I was like, "Fuck!" I promised them we do this in March, and it hasn't even like it's April. Yeah. It's going to be April. So I was like, I have to sit down and do this. And once I sat down. I immediately like I had to like scramble in my brain for like what was the last thing I learned about this game and that is why like I haven't really played anything because it's so much easier when you're in the source to wait is it that is it that involved like how I've never played uh, a D&D slash role playing game so what is the ask for you like what is the it is more about trying to a my primary objective is to a understand it on a level where i can also teach it right because Mm -hmm. the idea this book is written for both the game master which is the role i will be fulfilling and players to read but you're never going to read the book so i am trying to distill the information you know i'm making google slides i've got a whole presentation to kind of get you in it once you kind of understand the total framework and everything it is it's one of those things like a game, a board game will sound complicated until you play it. And then like, dude, everything... when we were growing up, I don't know if Chris yeah. can hear me right now. He's gone. Uh, he's definitely gone. You think he's gone? Yeah. Know, he might be. He it might would be... be. I'm telling you right now, Chris, if you're still there, it would be psychopathic behavior. Yes. And very not. There would like when we were growing up. <laughs> right. I would. I would love the board games. And yeah. I would love getting new board games. Yeah. But I would dread having to sit there and explain the rules. Of to Chris. course. Be- no, Chris. Oh, Chris. Okay. Chris, especially. Okay. Right. Because he would just want to just play. And I'd be like, no, we have to read the rules. And he wouldn't <laughs> want to read the rules. He'd want to just get in, get yeah. in. Let's do it. We'll learn by doing, which honestly probably could have for a lot of the games you could have. But like, he would never want to sit there and listen to me tr- <laughs> tell the rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what are you? Do you actually have Google Slides going on? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, I've got really? a whole presentation because I a want to. I want to, free, Oh, my God. Because, you know, the plan is, is like, we're going will there to be, play this consistently. Will there be refreshments? Any yeah, kind of. I mean, if you oh, want okay. to prep, for, prep some stuff for you. No, I want an Uber Eats delivery to my house. From so, you. oh, yeah. So, well, if you're the game, if you're the game master, are you yeah. like an overlord? Are you a character? What are you? I play all of the characters that aren't your characters. Okay, including but, the but we're not the avatar. You, oh, so you're gonna be the avatar. If 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 you guys ever meet the avatar, then yeah. What do you mean if we meet? The, we gotta meet the avatar. You gotta get us over there. I mean, yeah, just shoehorn us into the avatar. I've already got a. I've already got a plan for season one, book one, oh, book one. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, one. come on, book yeah, one, book one. Um, the one shot, all this stuff. It is. It, some of it is going to change, probably based on what the characters you pitch me. But my original point was, yes. Once I kind of got back in the source of building right. it, I was like, mm. I can't be out of the source because if I get okay. out of the source, it's going to be. Are you saying sauce. source or sauce? Sauce, sauce, like pasta sauce. Pasta sauce. Okay, yeah. keep yeah. going. Once I'm in the sauce, um, yeah. 
So that's how I spent my weekend. I was like, I'm just going to do this. So I learned, right. I finished learning the entire game, got you guys wow. on uh, creating your character. And now I am creating creating things from notes that I took because it was the same uh-huh. way of like, I was taking notes as I was reading uh-huh. of, of putting the notes in a presentation and we can go through it that way. But okay. you know, to just give you a sampling of, of the rules, uh-huh. You don't have health in the traditional way that you would in like D and D. You mm-hmm. have balance, and you have balance principles, mm-hmm. which are kind of two opposed ideals of like friendship and survival. Okay, like so, your reliance on others and your reliance only on yourself to survive, and depending on your actions, you could be brought in either direction. Your balance can shift. That can be stuff you could do something to shift your balance. Another mm-hmm. character or something in the environment can change your balance. If you lean too far in one direction, you lose your balance, which resets your center from mm. between the two. Over and one you're you're keeping your track balance. of this, or we're all ke- well. Your sheet that you you have been given has a counter where you can mark and check off. Okay. But I will also be keeping track as well. Yeah, um, th- and that's what like the notebook is for to you know jot down any you know okay. t- little tidbits and things like that and yeah and then it moves your sensor across and like so All that's right. like a whole thing and then like how combat works is different from how you are you are essentially living in the i know that we've the only real D you've done is like what is uh the bullshit that the we've podcast, done on the show which is which is Chris comes up with something very on the spur of the moment listen i came up with a pretty damn good one based on back to the future back in the day but imagine you live like you created a thing where you have the entire like the entire world of Back to the Future is open to you and you can kind of go do whatever you want. All right. And then it lasts forever. Yeah, but then I got to I got to brush up on my avatar geography. Well, that will also like there will be things implemented into the game to get you up to to a, to make that easier on you. Anyway, I re- we were news? talking about news. Yeah, uh, so PlayStation's releasing a new handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's too much stuff. That was too how much stuff is how I feel. I'm not going to get it. No fucking way. No. The only way well, I'm going to you... get it is if there's like, I don't know, the next well, you... Zelda for PlayStation comes out. Like then well, I'll get it. But what? I think you're definitely not going to get it when I describe to you what it actually is, and not oh. what, Please not what me. you're thinking it might be. Oh, okay. So this all stemmed to to explain how what happened here. Asus, you're familiar with the computer company? ASUS? Asus? When you said Jesus, and if I was familiar with it, I thought you were being cute, and you were literally talking about Jesus Christ. Asus is the name of the computer company. Mm-hmm. They, on April, on April Fool's Day, put out an ad for a Steam Deck-like device called the Ally. The Ally. And then okay. on Monday, the 3rd, they were like, that thing we made a trailer for on April Fool's, that's a real product. We're releasing it. So there was, there's this whole so it hubbub. A, it was a, dual, a double fake? It was a double fake out. It was a fake out. Okay. Well, I guess if you're if you're presenting something potentially as an April Fool's joke, that's genuine. No, nah, you know? but, yeah, but it's a double fake. Cancel each other out, then it's they genuine. Cancel each other out, yeah. The double negative. So Asus came out. They said that. On Reddit, someone posted in the Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit um, uh-huh. uh, a kind of anonymous post saying that they played with the device. Here are some specs that aren't released. And that 
Asus specifically because it runs Windows on like the Steam Deck, which runs a uh, Steam OS, which is a, a Linux thing. Right. Um, the Asus device will run Windows natively, and they are partnering with Microsoft to push the fact that like you can play Game Pass games on this Asus device. Okay. Uh, natively. And part of the reason is supposedly because Asus is aware that PlayStation is working on a handheld device. And that mm -hmm. was really the tidbit that the internet started talking about. None of the Asus stuff, just like the idea that like PlayStation could be making a new handheld. They haven't made one since the Vita over 10 years ago. Then Jeff Grubb, who is a kind of insider journalist person, posted, hey, I'm seeing people talk about a new PlayStation handheld. I temp your expectations. It's going to just be a streaming-only device. You're using Wi-Fi. Things are streaming on a different server. And that is what, like, there aren't games installed on the device. It's all doing it through cloud streaming. And then the website Insider Gaming put out an article that was like, we have even more details on this. It isn't even a streaming from a cloud, like, uh, company server-side thing. It is using your computers. It is using your PS5. It is just remote playing in, um, which you can do on your phone, just so everyone is aware. This is a thing you can do right now on an app on your phone. The idea is, is that the device has an 8-inch mm. screen, and it uses the one thing that this has over other, like the backbone, right, the phone bracket that you can put your phone in, is that it will have like adaptive triggers and haptic feedback, all of the dual sense stuff, um, uh, rather than like the the backbone or other brackets that don't have that ability. So we'll see what happens uh, with this, but PlayStation does have something in the works, it seems, in the form of a handheld. So now that you know the real truth about what this is, that it isn't running games natively, that it's just doing remote play, doubly not into it. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Never. It's a no for me. That's It's going to be, it's a no for me. Um, Yeah, I would say, what else we got here? What's, what's, in, what's in this edition of the news? Um, Pokemon Stadium coming to Switch Online. Wow. April 12th. Um, so, you know, Brooke has been asking me every day since they announced that it would eventually come. Mm -hmm. um, that she's been asking when is when is April Pokemon Stadium coming? And now I can say April 12th. And she's going to lose her life. To, she's going to lose her life to that game. Yeah, six days. Hmm. You're, you're on the money there. You're on the money. Um, yeah. And I would say that that is all the the news for the week. Nothing, nothing else major. Let's talk. That is a hell of a face. YouTube.com forward slash unwrap podcast to see more of that. Um, do you have a complaint? What was your complaint that we saved? Remember, there's 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 two complaints. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what I thought we'd usually do mail. We don't have mail. Uh, oh, OK, uh, let's see what we got. I like to think that I made Chris think he had to put in the complaint music only to realize 30, 20 seconds later he didn't. Uh, okay, yeah, this would have been... Uh, okay, yeah, okay, so we got... Oh, 
we have a piece of mail from uh, Big Boss Nasty, one oh. of the new members of the Discord. Mm. Um, so Big Boss Nasty says, a buddy of mine said he's seen Paramore over a dozen times. What are your Paramore thoughts, Tuna? The fuck is Paramore? You don't know about the band Paramore? Oh, Come the on. band. Oh, yes. yes. I thought when you said see Paramore, I thought it was a movie. Oh, okay. But yeah. how do you feel about Paramore? They're pretty are good. You in the, are you in the business of misery? Um, I will listen to Paramore uh, if it comes on the radio or if it's played in a random uh, thing. Otherwise, I will not seek it out. You won't seek it. Okay, sure. No. Um, okay, so the question here that we have from Big Boss Nasty is a buddy of mine said he's seen Paramore over a dozen times, which makes me wonder what artist or band have you gone to see live most? Uh, I personally have seen Fall Out Boy four times in my life. I have not seen any band live more than once. Really? 100%. Wow. Okay. And well, I haven't even been to that. I can count on like my hand the number of concerts I've been to. One hand? One hand. We'll do it I'm, then. I, I'm I'm uh Bruce Springsteen. Oh hell yeah. Taking back Sunday. What year did you see Springsteen? Saw him at MetLife, so maybe fifteen years ago. Okay. So um late twenty two thousands. Yep. Okay. Uh Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> Taking Back Sunday is one of your five? The Revivalists. <laughs> okay. Thanks, babe. And Tears for Fears. That's it. That is it, folks. Wasn't Tears for Fears, like, recent, too? Yeah, Tears for so, Fears like, was last before year. Before Tears for Fears, you had seen three concerts oh, your no, whole life? And, and Taylor Swift. T-Swift. I T -Swift bet you got more. I bet you got so so. What T Swift would be your best? Because that's the, no Tears for Fears was the best. Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears is great. Um, I really do. I and when I say Taking Back Sunday, I went with like Chris and Dave, my like one of my other friends. Yeah. We you went in Jersey back when we were like culture. in high school. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even want to go see it. Like I just went because they were going to see it. So I was like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll go with you guys. Sure. Oh my god, Tuna. Okay, guys, you have to go become a a, a Spartan sub. Because I would love to take Tuna to a music festival and vlog it. Oh, I'm not going to a the, music festival. The misery. I'm already miserable thinking about it. <laughs> I know. Oh, it would be so funny. If we went to Firefly, you oh, that would be that would be the best. No one would have made content better. I'm telling you right now. I saw it Andrea be... Bocelli when I was in high school. Does that count? I mean, it, it's a it's a live musical performance. Right? I saw Riverdance in the '90s when I was like See, seven. There's concerts that you're not remembering. <laughs> there's no concerts. I'm uh, trying to think of there are there any other bands that I have seen. I don't think so. I'm not one to go to concerts. I'd rather see comedians or movies. Well, you've been to I I've only done like one stand up thing in my life. I've done and a that bunch. was and that was like that was like a hole in the wall. That I've seen wall, but... I but back when the Daily Show and the Colbert Report were on, I went to uh those. I went to show those shows. 
I did call Bear Rapport. I did that one time because my friend got tickets. I went to the episode where he had Baz Luhrmann on for um, uh, Gatsby. Mm. When he did Gatsby. Mm. And we all got a copy of The Great Gatsby. But instead of the iconic cover of the of the have you read Gatsby? Yes. Uh the billboard and the eyes, right? Like that's yep, like the, the classic. Cover. Instead of that, it was like Leo DiCaprio and it was like oh. now a major motion picture. I was like, this is a useless oh. copy. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Um yeah. What and, about you? What what who have you seen more? Uh Frank Frank Turner. Will be the Who? will be the one. Frank Turner, my favorite artist that I talk about often when we talk about music. Oh yeah, punk rock. I have literally the island is my home. Tattoo is a lyric of his. The be more kind is one of his albums. Um, yeah, nothing, I, like, no, nothing like idolizing someone. I mean, he, he his music. I mean, his. I started listening to him in in high school, and it was definitely one of the. What does this guy look like? He looks like the most normal white. English guy you've ever seen in my in your Frank life. Turner. I haven't even heard of this guy. It doesn't I'm even sorry. come up. If you Google the name Frank Turner, hundred oh, percent. This is this is your boy. What's it? What's his looks got to do with anything? <laughs> he looks like the most generic. That's what I said. He did say that. It's got nothing to do with his looks. It's got everything to do with his his music. Um. The guy looks like like I could pass this guy on the street, not fucking now. Well, of course, but how many artists, how many musicians could you say that about? If Bruce Springsteen wasn't Bruce Springsteen, you could pass him in the street and not know who he was. Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa! Frank Turner reject. Get out of here, Mirror. Frank Turner rejected Taylor Swift collaboration because she wasn't right for the record. Whoa! Oh, is this the? Uh, is this what? Which song is this about? I don't know. This was back in 2015. Yeah, I think there's a song he has with like a country pop on the upcoming album. Well, old album now. Positive songs for negative negative people. people yeah. Um. Yeah, let me look into that actually real quick because I can give some more context to that because I do remember that. Um. Anyway, yeah, Frank I've seen Turner. him more. I've seen him. Frank Turner declined labels. Rubbish idea. Yeah, Black rubbish. Yeah, that's the quote. Swift. That's the quote. They love that quote. Rubbish. Um, what's this guy like? What's his wiki look? This guy's got tattoos up the wazoo. He's like oh, fucking. He's uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the he's song forty-one. Is called... Interesting. So here's the thing. So the song he's referring to is a song called uh, "Silent Key." Yeah. Okay. It's okay. a song about um, Christine McAuliffe, who was on yep. the Challenger, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Yeah, you're reading it. Yeah. Um, the 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 song is him and his band, right? Primarily vocals, and he's singing a fictional situation in which his uh, AM radio, as a child, picked up the final distress call from the Challenger. And it's about it's about like singing like the 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 motif I guess or the emotional resonance of the song is about like how you you only have so much time like left in your life and you don't know how much time you have left and so you have to like kind of live every every moment 
as best you can. And so it's primarily him. And then a female vocalist comes on at the end of the song to do like the last like quarter of the song. Okay. So I think he's saying like, it's a rubbish idea because why would you get the most popular female artist on the planet to do a tiny bit on like what is not even going to be even close to the most popular song on an album from an English country singer who like means nothing really outside of the, not nothing, but like compared to Taylor Swift, he's nothing. I think um, that's why he pushed I, I, I'd rubbish. say he's probably like what a C-list musician. Yeah. C-list is like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know who the fuck he is. How do these people make any money? Well, he if tours you're not, all the time. If you're, if you're not up there, like, how the fuck do you make any money? Well, he is, I mean, in the sense of, like, he's... But he especially is, now... He's headlining, like, like, big venues. Yeah, but if you're not make, if you're not, if, if you're not he, selling he albums anymore... The time. He, li- he literally, like, tours... He, he literally, like, tours, like, 200 days out of the year, if not more. Oh, it's miserable. And his, his current tour, well, you know, it's, it's kind of based, I think, in, like, some of his, like, um, vices... But he he's talked about like how pan- the pandemic was so tough because he just like doesn't even feel alive if he's not on the road. Um, his current tour is called the Never Ending Tour of Everywhere, and it literally like has not stopped. Have you like, have, have you met him? Uh, once, uh, actually, one of the first shows I went to, and it was literally like. And you know the other thing is is like when you're younger, I think also you're even more like um, enamored with celebrationable right and like you know he was he it was like at a time where i was yeah my most impressionable for sure and what happened was is he was opening for the dropkick murphys in boston uh not boston uh atlantic city um okay you would know the dropkick murphys if i played like their hits or whatever um he was opening for them and he was running his own merch table because he was the opening act so it was you know a lot Oh, so you were so so you met him before he was like as big as he is today. He was he was big. He's definitely bigger today because he did he did the um he did the London Olympics. Danny Boyle, right, the director. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, he over Danny Boyle oversaw the opening ceremony. He was like the director on the opening ceremony for the London Olympics, and he's a massive Frank Turner fan. So he had Frank perform, like Frank does a couple of songs in the opening act of the London Olympics. So then I probably, so then I've seen him because I, I, I love the Olympics and I watch everything Olympics. Yeah. If you watch the, if you watch the opening thing where they have a bunch of musical performances and stuff. Yes. He was in that, that definitely like accelerated him to start him. He had a huge popular album, I would say in the mid 2010s um, in America as well. So yeah, he's definitely way bigger now. He would definitely probably not open for the dropkick murphys but yeah compared to taylor swift the biggest artist on the planet he is nothing but he he wouldn't crash Ticketmaster. and the the thing is is even if i hadn't seen him a bunch of times yeah in may of um 2019 i went to he has this uh event called lost evenings which is named after one of the lyrics from his songs and it is a four-day mini festival where he headlines every night, does a different set, and will have like a couple of artists perform through the day. And there will be like other activities and stuff. 
He did those three. He did them twice in London, and then he did it in Boston in 2019. And this year, he's doing it in California, and we're going to that in September. Me and Brooke. Um, Who asked this question? And that's a four. That's a four. Was this thing. you? Was this? Was this? No, big nasty. Did, yeah, but did you make the handle big nasty so that you could talk about Frank Turner? Why for 20 minutes? would I do that? You would totally. I, I would do it more to learn how few concerts you'd been to. <laughs> I can't believe and some of the wasted. No, that's not as crazy as someone who's been to like five movies their entire life. Well, I didn't say that. It's I know, still... but you're acting you're acting like it. Someone who's been to four concerts their entire life. Yeah. I that's... got better things to do, man. You know what? You know what my next concert is probably going to be? Go ahead. It's probably going to be like Disney on Ice yeah, or yeah. Sesame Street Live. Is or, probably or the Taylor next... Swift. Your daughter will want to go to T Swift. Well, my daughter, oh, my be... wife wants to go to fucking T Swift. Oh, there you go. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but you'll have you'll have no excuse when the daughter wants to start going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, big boss nasty. Thanks for the question. Daughter loves, uh, '80s music. Loves dancing to it. I put it on all the time. You should take it to Mario then. There's a bunch of 80s music in it. (laughs) Big time. She like holding out for Hero? It's in that. I mean, I love that song. Yeah. But yeah. We do have another question. Okay, sorry. From one of our newest members of the Discord to one of our oldest, Epic Neckbeard asks the question, I was recently introduced to the idea of a video game cover. No, not like box art, as opposed to a remake or remaster of a video game. A cover is made by an entirely different studio and has a distinctly different feel. Examples would be like the new Dead Cells, Return to Castlevania, or Black Mesa, uh, which is another an indie studio remaking Half-Life 1. Uh, are there any classic games that you would love to see covered by a modern game developer? I want to see... Like Rockstar make like a Zelda. Rockstar make a Zelda. Okay. Rockstar make a Zelda. I need more details. I think you need more details. Okay. Well, yeah. I think they gotta make it. They gotta. It's gotta be a lot of in. Is it gritty? Is it's it gotta like... be gritty. Okay. It's gotta be gritty. Link is talking up the wazoo, and it's all hey, common. Yeah, it's one all of these triforces. Yeah. Here. Yes, hundred percent. I think it'd be great. Is it okay? Yeah, a parody I think it would game be. in a way. And I think we do the same thing. I think we we play as Ganondorf, we play as Zelda, and we play as Link. We play as the three. Okay. And then eventually, so we each perspective. Each and perspective. Yeah, just like GTA uh, Five, and we 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 switch on and off. Okay, and then they they just start introducing a whole bunch of like. Uh, vehicles like just but bring it to the future baby bring it to the bring it to the right now so it's okay all right it's high rule but like la Mod- <laughs> it's it's high rule but like los santos high rule like do all like the skyscrapers but like in zelda okay okay yeah. is he dressed in the tunic form of okay yeah okay um guns gotta have guns i mean the ancients so kind wait, of is this just gta though? <laughs> uh, i want i want rockstar to do legend of zelda but instead of hyrule it's la instead of link we've got a character called michael 
<laughs> and it's got a friend Franklin and Trevor. Right. You play as all three of them. Yeah. And there's guns. They... There's no swords. None of that crap. No master sword. <laughs> it's the master gun. I no ocarina. None of that. None of that Saxophone shit. or something. <laughs> He's just got the radio, and the yeah. radio has different <laughs> channels that you can pick. Yeah. Great, great. And we'll call it Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> oh man, that's good though. No, I like that. Um, that's great. Um. Are there any classic games that you would like to see covered by a modern game developer? Um, oof. you know I what would, though? Yeah, Santa Monica could probably do Zelda really well. Yeah, and I was actually going to bring up Santa Monica as my developer choice. Yeah, but not, not Zelda, not Zelda. I'm on a Metro. Mario kick. No, me- oh, oh, now we're cooking actually. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was. I tried say... playing. By the way, I tried playing that the 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 GameCube uh, game for the Switch. Oh, uh, uh, just Prime. the remake. Yeah, Prime remake. Like, the yeah, controls, yeah. like I can't, I can't do it. The new controls that are basically like how you play any other first person. But I don't play a first person shooter like that because I play first person shooter with legacy controls. And if you come out with non legacy controls, I can't oh, do it. That's right, you can't. And that's why I have to. Up. That's why I have to use my trusty, uh, what is this called, elite controller to change the fucking control scheme because I couldn't play Death Loop until I did it. I know, man. But the thing is, I'm 35 now. I'm not that's going the, back that's, now. That's the, that's the equivalent of like putting someone in the wild and then like not being able to handle themselves. I can't. I cannot. I I need legacy controls. I can't yeah. handle it. So so uh, you would you'd greatly benefit from a Sony Santa Monica making a Metroid game because you're not playing Metroid Prime Four. Like you're not going to get to play Metroid Prime Four. Probably not unless I can change the controls. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but I was going to say um, uh, a Mario game from from Santa Monica. Let's yeah. get it. Let's get it. Um, How I, Mario is a platformer. How is Santa Monica doing platforms? I didn't say it needs to be God of War. <laughs> God of War. But I like the... I, what I love about Sans, specifically the God of War series is that it isn't an open world game go anywhere, do anything. Right. But it is a meticulously crafted massive open areas. And I think that is where I would want just Mario in general to go. I don't want it to be like open yeah. map, go anywhere. It is mm-hmm. like you have world, you have different worlds, and they are big. There's a lot to explore and do. Um, so I think that they, you know, that that they have they have done that very well. All right. Um, so there you go. All right. Um, Psych Mike, and uh, just to give a little shout out to this called Psych Mike, his answer is, "Let's see, Remedy take on Bioshock." So the did you play mm. Control? No. Oh, you'd love that if you ever got the time to play it. But I, mean, I don't really have a lot so, of time anymore. Yeah, Control is fantastic. Uh, then making Bioshock is a, a really, really good pick there. Um, that's all the mail we've got. So let's go to complaints. Yeah, I got two really quick. Okay. I think I don't think you're going to agree with them. 
So, all right, complaint number one. You told me that the Institute by Stephen King oh. was good. Wow. I also I agreed. I've been listening to the audiobook. Yes. The reader is very good. Yes. He's great. The book itself is good, right? Yes. I'm liking it. Yes. Well, I was liking it. Oh. We've gotten to a point now where I'm kind of like, Meh. what track are you on? One fifty, one fifty seven. Oh yeah, you've you have leapfrogged me. Yeah, usually what happens. And this um, is what you said. This is what you said you were worried about is that Stephen King in the modern day is unable to kind of stick the landing. Yeah, has a great premise. Yeah, but not really nailing right. the landing. Right. Okay. I, also, I kind of feel, and I don't know how. You, hold on. Sorry, I don't know how you feel about this, but the 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 problem I'm I think I'm having with Stephen King in the modern day is that he still writes like these characters are from the seventies. Mm -hmm. Like they're still they're talking as if they're in the seventies. They're like the stuff that they're some of the dialogue. I'm kind of like, eh. and some of the things that happen in like towards the end of this are kind of dumb. Um. We could discuss more when you get there. I mean, yeah. this isn't really a complaint. This is more just like me telling you that I'm was liking it. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, okay, on it. It's still okay. Like I'm definitely gonna finish it, but it's just not as captivating as the first half of the book was. All right, and but the, the first real, half of the book is captivating. The first half of the book's great. I mean, I I, I was really liking it, but the, we're we're kind of in this period where it's like, all right, let's go. Any well, you'll you'll see. Um. Maybe you'll completely disagree with me. All right. The second thing I wanted to complain about was, and I don't know if you're going to agree. I think Mandalorian has taken a sharp decline. We texted about this. I don't think I... it's that good anymore, man. I think it's really boring and like just not <sighs> boring. I don't know if boring is the word I'd use. All right, what it, word would you use? Well, it's just it, inconsistent is the first word that comes to Okay, mind. all right, that's uh, good. From I like it. every like standpoint, it. the story is trying to tell the quality of the show. Yes. I think, are you caught up? Caught up. Okay. This week's episode, as goofy as, as a lot of it is, mm -hmm. I had fun with it, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and... I'll I'll say honestly for me the weakest one and maybe this is where we will disagree. The weakest one is the one where they spend the whole fucking episode trying to do an episode of Andor on Coruscant with the fucking clone doctor. Yeah. Um no that that missed that for was me too. Boring. This whole oh, season you want, has, that was boring. Dude, this whole season has missed for me. I am yeah, like so Yeah, I agree. out of it. I'm just like I don't know if it's that I don't know if it's that Mandal the, the Mandalorian itself the show has declined and they've run out of stuff to do or they don't know where to go. So they're just like doing a bunch of this filler shit and it's not landing. Or it's the fact that there's so much other crap out there that I've seen since Mandalorian started yeah. that I'm just like, eh, it's all right, whatever. It's it, yeah, it I guess, feels... it's, a, it's a show for kids, I guess. And but then it's like, is it a show for kids? Because there's a lot of stuff going on here that a child is not going to be able to follow. So I I don't think it's 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 built for kids. But what I was going to say a lot was of talking is for a there show is built for kids. there is there is one thing that this show is doing so well yeah. that 
doing well in past seasons and is maybe the best of this that we've ever seen in Star Wars. The dog fights. Yeah, anytime, those are great. Anytime, but like, where Dude, is this, the quality still, of the CG on this is so yes. much better than any of the other scenes. All well, of that is so fun. What I wanted okay. to say was Grogu who? Right? It's like that like Grogu's just like there now. It's just like they don't know what to do with them anymore. Yeah. They give him to Lizzo. They give him to Lizzo. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Actually, you know what? The most tense I've ever found, and it wasn't a dog fight, but it was in space. Andor when um Good show. I forget what his name. What is his name? Skarsgard. Yes. Is not caught yet, but he's stopped by patrol. And there's like that tension there with like the big ship. He's in the little ship. Oh, and he takes out that radar. He takes out the yeah, Dude. yeah, yeah. That was great. That was fantastic. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that is Andor was a level above one. And I think that is part of the Ugh. problem. I think that is part of the problem is that you know we've kind of been in. I'm gonna say it the doldrums. Mm-hmm. of star wars for mm-hmm. a long time and it just felt like maybe this is how it was always going to be when you turned something like this into a franchise yeah and especially doing it in a way i think the the i think that something that's working to a star wars's detriment is the fact that it's like oh this show takes place 20 years here and this show is before all this happens and mm-hmm. you know it would jump around the timeline all this stuff mm-hmm. but it really did feel like it was just gonna. This is just what it's gonna be. And Andor came out and like changed. Like it showed. Yeah. It made it me. I like I said. It made, Andor made me annoyed yeah. that the sequels end and like that is the story that we go to because like Andor right. is setting up like this amazing like yeah. incredible story about rebellion and what it means to stand up to yeah an unjust world yeah. Um, Andor is great, man. And then it's like, Fantastic. well, Pal- at the end of all this, Palpatine gets cloned. Gets resurrected. I mean, that's somehow. the stupidest. That is the stupidest thing. That is so dumb. <laughs> I don't know why. Who agree- Who said, yeah, yeah, that's great. I- fuck off. Um. Ugh. Yeah, but yeah, Ma- Mando. Eh. It's 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 okay. It has its moments. The dog fighting is good, and I think that. I am mostly entertained and it's a shame because I actually thought it started. I thought the whole bit with him in the minds of Mandalore yeah. was good, but it's like the thing with like last week, even when it's like, Oh, grief Karga, he, we've got to get the Mandalore's got to save the city. And then you see grief Karga with like a dozen people. Like, Dude, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. He was like, okay, we have to get, and then we have to get the we citizens of Navarro. The then not the sit, the planet, the planet called Navarro. We are the planet. Yeah. 20 people. 20 people. Citizens of Navarro. <laughs> you can all hear me because there's maybe 20 of you. Yeah. That we're gonna I think he is the... talking about the city of because the capital of Navarro is Navarro, but okay, whatever. Yeah, it's but still, still regardless, it's, it's not so... much of a capital when it's like two kids, three I men know, and a baby. But it's like that un like if you're going you need to make it believable to me because it's still it's unbelievable to me I that somebody would have shoot it that way. No, I know, but like, yeah. but like, you wouldn't like to. I think to the average person, I think to humans in general, like the idea of a galactic empire is almost impossible to fathom, and that's why I feel like Star Wars, like for me, always doesn't like. We always see a couple characters, and I'm thinking like, this is a galactic 
You're tr- you're supposed to. This is supposed to be like hundreds oh, of planets. Yeah, hundreds of planets. Like the and but like one person. Like come, I, I just just can't do it. And then it's just. Oh. And, and then, like, and I think that that's and then the, the pirates problem. take over, and then they're just like, "Hurry, we need to leave. We need to flee the city." And they're just walking out of the city <laughs> into the barren wasteland, <laughs> as if nobody could see them. And just, well, I think li- it's just. I mean, there was make, some, oh. there was some story explaining because, like, the the thing was like, "I'll be waiting for your um the pirate captain was like, "I'll be I'm waiting for your." I, yeah, I know, but you know, come on. That. But I I agree with you, and I think that the problem is not like. No, because you don't say this about the original trilogy, right? Despite it being as narrow focused as, as as these the shows are, but the original trilogy is also like this guy just came up with this idea on the fly and tried to like make a movie about it and succeeded. But that's but, but when that you works. expand it, when you try, right? To, but then right, when you expand it, it, works, it doesn't work. It works as it's it works as its own contained thing. Yes, it does and when work. You try as and and when yes. you try to expand it. And mm-hmm. you you try and be like, look at all the other stories we can tell. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, but all those other stories ultimately all end up being about the about dude. the one story. And like, yeah, yeah. So um, it's all about Andor is great because Andor isn't about any of that shit. It is right. about the like, even though Andor isn't as big as say yeah. the Mandalorian is, it yeah. feels big because the show makes you feel like these characters are all trapped in the web of this galactic empire and Mm -hmm. there is no escape. And if you want to, like, you have to pull off some, you have to be, you have to use the tactics of the empire and have no remorse. You have to sacrifice all your morals and even just to put up even kind of a fight. Oh my God, the Stellan Skarsgård thing where he's like, I share my dreams with ghosts. What have I given up? I've yeah. sacrificed everything. I will. I yeah. will. I am working to create a sunrise but it was that believable. I will never know. Like Andor was more so believable good. to me. Like about what he did and what Skarsgård was doing and what the senator was doing and like the whole thing of it made it. It actually. Well, I it felt worked like I was on in, a smaller scope, right? It and it did, worked but it, in but a way it, where, yeah, it felt okay. Yes, it it was it was on a smaller scope, but it actually felt bigger. Then the man, like I felt well, like I was in a bigger was, world. Yeah, because I felt like I was writing, in a bigger world because the writing is so substantial. Because it is like, hey, that little thing we did of just like stealing the credits, uh, the payroll, mm-hmm. it yeah. has this ripple effect, and yeah. that ripple effect is going to make the empire squeeze harder on its citizens, which is going to make right. them push back. And so right. when you get to the final episode of like the upper, it is just this one act of rebellion on this fucking hole-in-the-wall planet, right, Andor's original planet, yeah. of just this one town is fighting, but they the yeah. they pour all of the sentiment. Yeah. Of, but that's, of... where, that's where that needs to work, because I feel like the human experience doesn't lend itself to the galactic empire, <laughs> because we live on a planet right now that has 150-something, 170 countries that, like, you're thinking like, oh yeah, then there's Tatooine that has one three cohesive towns. <laughs> three towns. Like that doesn't yeah. make any sense to you in your mind. Like it just like for me at least, it really doesn't. Like I can't picture a world that we ever like thousands of years from now we start talking to other planets and like you know the 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 things that are China, Russia, the United States, all these countries are all like it's just oh, one yeah, thing, yeah. one thing. They're yeah. we're now one thing because now we can't 
just like our local problems are a little tiny little local problems and like i'm just sitting here trying to pay my mortgage dude like that's what it felt like and or was was like not about mortgage payments but it was more like look i'm just a little guy doing my little things here and i'm trying to have the most impact i can on Mind right like it, like yeah. but, but like they didn't bring in the jedi they didn't bring in palpatine for andor they didn't reference he's he's building like little tiny pieces of the death star in the end like it's oh, dude, like he's real. building like that little these little pieces of the death star where there's probably tons of prisons like the one he yeah. was in that are yeah. making these parts because the thing is so big Fuck, so he's just one little dude this goddamn he's just show, one dude. little dude like he's and i did and he's i bought dude. it but i bought it i bought it whereas now and i felt like mandalorian season one was there was this rogue mando doing this rogue these rogue missions right he finds this grogu kid that's like like holy shit like this is a different thing that i've never seen before i don't know what the hell this does like i need to protect the kid little father-son action now we're at a point, right, where Bo-Katan is trying to unite the Mandalorians, oh, yeah. and now we got to yeah. see all that. Like, dude, last week, with, on, well, man. not last week, but the week before, where I think the worst episode is the one where the the foundling gets stolen by the dragon creature. It is. I told you and, this, and Yoda he plays gets stolen. Grogan. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! This guy who just trained with Luke Skywalker and Ashoka is sitting there, being like hit by paintballs like what the fuck was that and then the kid gets stolen right the kid gets stolen bo-katan follows a whole 24 hours <laughs> 24 hours passes right obviously the and you find out he was stolen to be fed to the kids but for right. some reason it didn't feed him for 24 hours but he's about to right when they show up like yeah. are you kidding but, but the the joke i had to brooke at the end was when because they murder the, like, we see, like, oh, the mama dragon has, like, three kids. They they killed oh, the thing. I said the same thing I to made, myself. I, I was like, you just joke. killed their mom? Well, I was like that, and then I joked to Brooke, and I was like, three more foundlings. <laughs> and then they bring them back. They bring them back. I'm like, they bring back the little. You're going to build armor for these. They're gonna, you're going to make they, them wear armor. You're going to ride them. Oh, my God. And, dragon riding. And the bit when D. they get. The bit in that episode, they get to it the dragon's so nest, stupid. and the big boy with his Gatling gun is like, he's my son. How? Explain to me. Make yeah. an episode. Of, you have an episode of yeah. The Mandalorian that dicks around with this clone doctor on, on, on fucking Coruscant. You're trying to be yeah. an episode of Andor. It doesn't yeah. work. It fucking doesn't sucks. Work. You have an episode of that. <laughs> I need you. If you did an episode of that, I need you right now to do an episode that explains to me how you have sex. Because you fucked with the helmet on, right? Yeah. Unless you're lying to right. yourself and yeah. the forger, yeah. you made that child wear yeah. it. Like, also, the other thing is, I thought maybe, I thought maybe when they mm -hmm. get to the mines of Mandalore and he dips into the pool of water, yeah, I thought maybe he'd take off a little bit more, right? The helmet and, may and maybe it's just the cloth. Yeah. Nope. Jetpack. Yep. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. The thing. Yeah. Uh, what's the baby? <laughs> like, I just need you to show. If they did an episode of the Mandalorian, it was like a day in the life of a Mandalorian. This is how a Mandalorian has breakfast. This is how yeah. a Mandalorian showers. This yeah. is how a Mandalorian yeah. procreates. Or, or I would take that. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Bo-Katan, the armorer goes like, well. You can take your hat you, off. Totally. You, you, yeah, but you. no, but before she takes the hat off, 
with the helmet off. She's the uh, the armor is like. So Bo-Katan, did you bathe in the waters of the? Mo- well, yeah. I mean, I say I dove in to save the guys. Uh, so okay, and you have you taken your helmet off since? Great, you are in. For, 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 for... No, no, fantastic. No. Yep. Yeah, uh, 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 Jarn, we need you to like bring proof, Breck. Right? You need right, to bring right, right. a sample of the water yes. in order for us. Uh, right. Bo-Katan, did you have you taken your helmet off since? No. Okay, we'll take your word for it. Wait, wait. So his, so right, right. He goes back. He goes back. He goes. I bathed in the waters. The guy yeah. goes bullshit. Bo-Katan goes. No, I was there. Right. You just have two. The, the, the yeah. armor goes. You jumped into. Yeah, I jumped in. <laughs> but then, have you taken the helmet 40, off? No. Then forty-eight hours later. Forty-eight hours later, the armor goes. Like, take please your move your helmet. Take your helmet off. Okay. Like, it's fine. We you need to see this. The people. To see, it doesn't really yeah, matter. We we need to see your face. And eventually, Pedro Pascal is going to have to remove his helmet because he's becoming a pretty big star now. Yeah. And we need his face. Front and center on this bad boy. He is going to be the big uniter. He is oh going to be the God. main. He needs that helmet off now. Which is so funny because they had the opportunity to do that at the end of they season did. two. They did. They had the, and then they were like, no, we're going to commit to the fact that he is so steadfast in his ways yes. that he's going to keep the helmet. The helmet stays on during sex. Then and he it did literally last has us. to. Right. But yeah, now he did then... Last of Us and then he did that SNL episode. And now people are like, uh, Pedro Pascal, yeah, pretty great guy. Take that helmet off. <laughs> like, well, do you think helmet. he's just? Ca- do you think he's just voicing this thing? I think he is just voicing it. Yeah, he can't be on set doing all. No, that come things. on. He's Pedro especially, Pascal, especially, especially this week's episode with the chasing the droid, the super droid or whatever. Absolutely, and ridiculous. he's running around in that armor. And I was like, "There's no way. No. There is no way that is Pedro Pascal doing no, all this." No, my favorite, my favorite part was I think there was an, I think it was either the armorer, Bo-Katan, I don't remember who, but somebody put something on a table, <laughs> and you could tell. That the person in the mask had no fucking idea where it was because they like they were like yes. they put their hand dude, down and they missed yeah, and dude they moved okay. so that that is the other thing about this season of this show so where they have because Pedro Pascal has also gone on record saying like you can't see anything out of that yeah. helmet which yeah. is the thing is like this is again it's such a stupid and for some reason because some reason you also have a slit here yes. It doesn't go anywhere. Like it's not even for eating. Like, it's just because it, that's just a design that somebody put on Boba dude, Fett back fifty years ago, and Tuna, now you have to you, use that. Tuna, you have okay. You have to go back and watch um, the episode with the dragons because okay. the moment, <laughs> the, or, or is it, or is it the episode where? Oh, it it. I don't know if it's the dragon episode. It might be the episode where he comes back with Bo-Katan and they both get like officially reintroduced to the clan. And everyone is kind of going around like patting each other on the back or like shaking hands with each other. Mm. And it is just like, you just see people like missing, like trying to like grab each other's (laughs) or like pat Bo-Katan on the back of the person. It's just like this. Oh, dude, it is, it is. It is very clear that no one on that set knows what's going on. Anymore. No, no and way. And that is the problem because no it was way. like, let's have Baby Yoda, who's a puppet, do paintball with, and he's we're gonna stick this thing on his wrist that doesn't even fit, and yeah. then we're gonna have him put, do against this kid who clearly can't see anything because he's constantly right. like trying to shift his helmet. Like, <laughs> yeah. where's the puppet? All right. <laughs> oh man. It, well, also, I yeah. love when the armorer makes Grogu 
like his little armor. And it's meant to be his shoulder plate, but it's not big enough for him. So we have to just slide it into his thing. How is that staying in there? Who thought that was a good idea? Because that also looks stupid as fuck. Like, it just looks so stupid. Like, (laughs) come on. What is happening to this show? (laughs) It's so stupid. And you know what the thing is? Is that I... I still like I'm enjoying myself and like the thing is is like when the puppet does the flips and stuff I'm mm. still like they committed to it that's fun but the problem yeah. is is it also exists in the same universe as Andor you yeah. know like yeah. how am I mm-hmm. meant to like compartmentalize I don't know oh it, it was so funny like uh, literally when I was watching this latest episode yeah right and we get to see Christopher Walken and uh, Christopher yeah uh, no, no Christopher Walken no Christopher Lloyd <laughs> Spoilers, but fucking Doc Brown is in yeah, this. Yeah, Doc episode. Brown's in it. Oh, and he oh, and he's trying to do the soliloquy soliloquy about Count Dooku, and he's yeah. like, Count Dooku was a visionary. I Struck cannot believe you even pro- brought da- up fucking do- like. Are you serious? So he brings it up, and then and what's so do funny you is think that when- he has even one iota about any of that. No, 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 no. Yeah, it no. came. Across I always wonder. I always wonder about like Count shows Dooku like this. Count Dooku was cut down in his prime. How Dooku was cut down in his prime. That's pretty so, good. But but like for me, when I so two things. Number one is like when they were going around questioning people, and it was like, "Where were you on the night of?" I'm like, are we watching Law and Order? What the fuck just happened? Like, that's Stabler, what your text it's, was about. Yeah, it's and fucking there's cameos Stabler. galore. Yeah, there's cameos galore. It's fucking Olivia Benson and Stabler just like going around asking questions about people, and then you know it's Christopher Lord. Like, you know it's him. Like, oh, you yeah, know he's the, the bad guy, right? Then he comes back, oh, and you found me. Like, serious? And then fucking Jack Black is it? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, what is happening? Was Jack Black just on the set and they were like, well, we have Lizzo, so uh, throw Jack Black in there. Fuck and it. again, I didn't mind. I thought that cameos were fun and like they committed to it, but the problem is, is that the show is trying to do that and be a serious drama. You can't do that, though. Jack yeah. Black is not the casting choice for a serious show where you're trying to be like... And he's like, not playing it seriously. He is playing it like Jack Black. He's playing, playing it like Jack Black. Which yeah, would be exactly. fine if this show, and I said it, if this I, show was Star Wars the video game, it would have been great. But it's not Star Wars the <laughs> video game. It's the Mandalorian. Out, I tweeted out when the um when they did the Coruscant episode and it was trying to be like, hey, we can do serious shit like Andor. Dude, that was so bad. I tweeted out and I was like, the Mandalorian is trying to be like Andor and it needs to stay in its lane. <laughs> Just do what you are good at. Yeah. And then the goofy stuff will feel a little bit more at home. But the problem yeah. is, is it's trying to straddle two lines of like, we are trying to do this like political, oh, the the new order, right? They're building towards like the new order rising. Oh, the, the complacent, we're trying to talk about like the complacency and mm-hmm. the like the, the not new landing. republic is, co- and it's just not landing. And it's then it also make it makes all the goofy shit stand out more. I'd be way more on board for the goofy shit mm-hmm. if you didn't try to have all of this other like, oh the 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 messiness of bureaucracy leads to complacency, which leads to the rise of fascism. Like just leave that for fucking Andor anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I go, really now yeah. I really don't know how we ended up on. Oh, it was a complaint. You were it was just a complaint about the Mandalorian. Just compl- I was just complaining about Mandalorian season three not being all that in a bag of chips. It's not all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, disappointingly. Uh, we're gonna do a little quick 
game before we get out of here. All right. If you're if you're good with that. Um yeah, I don't have work do... tomorrow. Oh, very nice. Easter yeah. Friday. I got a Mario quiz for you. We went from Elden Ring to a Mario, Mario. quiz. Mario! So we're gonna do a little Mario quiz here for you. And you think Chris is still listening or that would be <laughs> problematic behavior. <laughs> um all right, question one. In which game did Mario make his first appearance? Super and these are all multiple choice. Okay. In which game did Mario make his first appearance? Super Mario Bros, Wrecking no. Crew, Donkey Kong, or Mario Bros? Donkey Kong. Is it Wrecking Crew? Oh, it doesn't uh, it's not answering until the end. So we'll, okay. we'll find out at the end. We'll find out at the end. Number two, what was Mario originally known as in Donkey Kong? Luigi. Jumpman. Jumpman. Number three, before coming before becoming a plumber, what was Mario's occupation? Baker, Ooh. chef, electrician, carpenter. Carpenter. Okay. I'm only saying that because of the hammer. Four, which is the only Nintendo game in which Mario is the antagonist? Donkey Kong Jr., Wario Land, Super Mario Bros. 2, Yoshi's Safari. Uh, what was the first one? Donkey Kong Jr., we'll Wario Land, Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. You know, from being a plumber, he doesn't actually do a lot with water. Uh, well, watch the movie. It'll change your, it'll change your right. mind. Yeah. Right. A lot of water in various spots. I can't wait to see it again, honestly. If you want to go see it in theaters in, in, in Long the, Island. In the theater? In in theaters in Long Island. You let me know. What are you drinking there? Coke Zero with uh, rum. Oh, rum. Brooke, Brooke has made uh, Jello shot Easter eggs. For Easter, how do families you? thing? It's not for me. We're going to a family thing, <laughs> so it's not even like for us to do it. All right, this is a thing for her family. All so right. she bought a huge thing of rum to make these, and it turns out you only need a thimbleful. And uh, she has made me several very strong drinks. I mean, I'm I'm I've been aware as we've Continued gone on here. And I've yeah, rambled. keep going. Okay. In which NES sports title does Mario appear as a referee? Tecmo. Oh, I know this. Well, do you want to answer before Punch I... out. Okay. That is one of the options. Yeah. This Mario... <laughs> <laughs> this Mario Odyssey outfit is a reference to which NES game? Oh, it, uh, and for the image that it is showing me is uh, Mario in new donk city in odyssey and he's wearing like the kind of like american stars and stripes outfit do you remember yeah that? yep uh so that's a reference to which nes game nes open tournament golf ice climbers famicom grand prix f1 race pinball i'll go with pinball i have no fucking idea shit this is an image one as well did you spot check this before you did this what well, is the I image well it's doing multiple pages so i couldn't even i would have to go through the whole quiz anyway 
Right. Uh, the image is all right. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a it's a podcast anyway, so you might as well describe. Oh, let, oh, I can share my screen. What am I doing? Let me share my screen. Yeah, but can the podcast people? You're gonna have to describe. If you it go anyway. to video YouTube.com. Yeah, but you are the only real need. Oh, Chris is doing. St- he's sharing the audio thing. Um. All right. What is? I'm gonna, it? I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna text you. Oh my god! You're gonna not believe the image, though. And <laughs> you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Where is Tuna? Okay. All right. Sending. All right. So the question is: the above screenshot is from which version of Mario Bros? Commodore sixty four, Apple two. Amstrad CPC Tuna's face <laughs> youtube.com forward slash the right podcast to see Tuna's reaction to that. The above screenshot is from which version of Mario Bros? Commodore 64, Apple II, Amstrad CPC, or oh, Commodore 64, Atari Soft. So I guess there are multiple versions of the game. I'll I go think. with I'll go with Atari. Okay. Okay. Wow. What was the name of the Virtual Boy remake of Mario Bros? Mario Clash, Mario Bros VR, VR Mario, Mario Bros Special. I think Mario. I'll go with Mario Bros VR. Okay. How many Goombas appear in Super Mario Bros World 1-1? 10, 13, 18, 22. 18. Which worlds in Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels take place at night? One and six, two and four, two and seven, six and seven. Six and seven, obvs. <laughs> Obviously. Is that the last one? No, we got more. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 2 was adapted from Japan-only Doki Doki Panic. Which event was the original Gazette? <laughs> when saw the question to the top. Super Mario Bros. 2 was adapted from Japan-only Doki Doki Panic, which event was the original game designed to help promote? Space World 87, Dream Factory 87, CES 87, Tokyo Game Show 87. Tokyo Game Show, baby. Super Mario Bros. 3 and... Super Mario Bros. 3 featured in which 1989 film... Starring Luke Edwards, The Wizard, The Newsboys, Mother's Boy, or The Yarn Princess. The Wizard. I'm assuming so, because that was a Nintendo movie, right? I thought so. Which of these is not a virus from Dr. Mario? Dizzy, fever, chill, or faint? Chill. What is the minimum number of exits a player needs to find to beat Super Mario World? One, six, nine, or twelve? Six. Nine. Uh, I clicked six. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Yoshi's Island was only Yoshi's Island was one of only three SNES games to use the Super FX chip. What would the other two? Doom and Wintergold, Star Fox and Doom, Comanche and Vortex, Stunt Race, Stunt Race FX and Dirty Tracks FX. Uh, Dirty Tracks FX. Please be no. Okay, 
I just don't know what, how many questions are in this. Hopefully, it's, oh my god, we're on question sixteen. Which Nintendo staff have voiced Princess Peach in Super Mario sixty four? Samantha Kelly, Katie Segoian, Kate Fleming, or Leslie Swan? What was the question? Which Nintendo staffer voiced Princess Peach in Super Mario 64? Samantha Kelly, Katie Saigon, Kate Fleming, or Leslie Swan? Uh, Fleming. In which language are the names of Super Mario Sunshine's levels? Italian, French, Portuguese, Spanish. Spanish. Which popular Japanese candy are Super Mario Galaxy's star bits based on? Mochi, Konpeito, and Mitsu Akumaki. Uh, B. Konpeito. Which Mario 64 level reappears in Super Mario Galaxy 2? Bobomb Battlefield, Total Mountain, Womp's Fortress, Tiny Huge Island. Womp's Fortress? Okay. Hopefully this is the last one. Which organization criticized the Tanuki suit in Super Mario 3D World for being pro-fur? The RSPCA? uh, PETA? Last Chance for Animals? Animal Aid? Going with PETA. Yeah. The villains of every story. Yeah. Super Mario 3D World shares a death jingle with which other Mario games? Super Mario Bros, Super Mario 3, Super Mario Bros 3, Super Mario 64, or Super Mario 3D Land? 3D Land. That makes sense. What does Mario dream about if he falls asleep in Super Mario Odyssey? Peach, pizza, pasta, or plumbing? Plumbing. In I Am a Teacher, players could design and actually buy what item of clothing featuring Mario? Socks, a t-shirt, a sweater, a baseball cap. Say that again? (laughs) In I Am a Teacher, which I guess is a game, players could design and actually buy what item of of clothing featuring Mario? Socks, a t-shirt, a sweater, a baseball cap. A baseball cap. Okay. The Game Boy's Super Mario Lands takes place in which kingdom? Mushroom Kingdom, Sarasaland, Subcon, Cramalot. Mushroom Kingdom. Donkey Kong replaced which of these characters in Mario Kart 64 before it was released? King Boo, Bowser Jr., Magic Koopa, or Birdo? Say that one more time. Donkey Kong replaced which of these characters in Mario Kart 64 before it was released? King Boo, Bowser Jr., Magic Koopa, or Birdo? King Boo. Oh my god, there's more questions. Dude. <laughs> Let me see. I'm just going to click through a bunch of random ones, and we're just going to focus on the first 25 that you you answered. I've already answered 25 questions? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say, like, how many questions there are. Oh my god. Dude, I'm, I really got to lose some weight. 
What do you mean? Are you looking at photos of yourself? No, I'm looking at me right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, maybe 35. It might be 35 because that was the last. 35? All right, rapid fire. Go. No, I'm I'm I I'm literally like now on like I'm just like clicking through to get I just want to get to the results. Let me just get to the results. Does it show me at the bottom or something? Jesus. I now Is I scrolled, I scrolled back. I scrolled back to pictures of uh of me when when my daughter was born holy shit i really have gained i've really let myself go you've that gained dad bod since oh my god if you look at pictures of me when when she was born i was really skinny really yeah yeah i have god damn i've really let myself go uh, haven't we all haven't we all Jeez. Please let it please let it only be 50 I feel like this has to be. This feels like the end. Fifty-one. <laughs> okay, so what we're gonna do is we're not going to score it. What we are we're going to do, we're just not gonna score it. If yep. you feel like scoring it at home and yeah, sending us how many it. you yeah, think I got I'll correct, tell you, what, you score it. Uh -oh. Then um. Then we will accept it, and closest to the real answer or the majority will win. So if I got one correct, according to everyone, we'll take that as well. Or zero. <laughs> but that's it. All right, thanks for listening to the Unranked Podcast. <laughs> that was pretty on brand, let me tell you. <laughs> Would have expected it. I wouldn't really have, wish wouldn't wouldn't have expected anything. It less. didn't have a number in the thing. It didn't even well, say like the top fifty questions. Yeah, it was just yeah. like yeah. yeah. All right. Uh thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, uh go check out the Discord. It's in the show notes. Go uh participate, go join cheese and big boss nasty. Uh and maybe check out uh becoming a Spartan and sub if you're interested in such things. Uh Tuna, I'm sure you don't want anyone to find you, so we're not going to make you go to um, I'm pretty good at and everything, and until next time, stay on rank. Suck it.